Blog Talk Radio. And relax in this beautiful space that you've created. Stand up. Okay, we're going to expand the energy. You're going to do it the form with your eyes closed. So you internalize the energy completely. So just close your eyes. In order to go out, you got to go within. Tai Chi is my method of doing it. It allows all energy condensed in the very core of your body. And as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms, practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it. And some marvelous things will happen. I won't spoil your experience. If you are not sexual, you cannot be spiritual because it takes energy to be spiritual. It takes energy meditate. And I'm not talking about alpha relaxation. I'm talking about meditation, dynamic, deep meditation. Learning to rotate your consciousness through the body in certain specific psychic pathways that the tantric traditions have had after that. And in this way, we open up and enliven ourselves to the possibility of being able to create and be any and everything your potential will allow to be in this lifetime. But I found that this is very effective for developing my sexual energy. And, and when we talk about sexual energy, we're not talking about making love. We're talking about the natural energy that flows through our body that makes us alive. We put the connotation sexual because that's how we deal with it. But there are many ways of using your sexual energy. Creativity, writing, painting, your martial arts forms. Many, many ways. But this will increase your sexual energy for what we call love play. It just takes a little practice to get this current going. Do your breathing. And instead of energy going out into the earth, it goes into your system. If you really want to communicate, and the only way we as men can really communicate with a woman is opening up a heart chakra on a hot to here. your first step to learning how to use fudging or anything else. It's developing your sexual energy. You see, the microcosmic orbit is for your health. It creates this orbit around the body and goes into the five internal organs. The cobra breath works strictly with the spine. But the yoga that we just built, it, it works through the thrusting channel in Tibet. I mean, uh, in Chinese. Tibetan is called the Uma Channel, right in the center of the body. 
and we say that, well, I don't feel it, but you got to develop it. you got to develop the sensitivity of it, because it's there. Just because we don't feel it one or two times, we ignore it or, or forget it. That's why it takes discipline. And what does discipline mean? You made a decision to do something. To complete completion. And when we look at that word completion, nothing is ever complete. Because everything is constantly changing and moving, changing shape, changing energy patterns. So this whole thing that we're doing here, from the physical, the martial arts, into the mental and spiritual things, it's, it's not a three-day wonder. You know, it's your life. And as you exhale, slowly open your eyes, very slowly. Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. Listen, do you hear? It's getting closer. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. It's awesome, baby! What's happening, what's happening, what's happening? This is Coach Kair, and you are now rocking with the best this is Original Native Radio, and tonight, of course, every Tuesday at 8 o'clock, it is Symptometry Night, and congratulations, put your hands together for tonight's 20th edition in a row, that's right, five months, right in your face, take that. This is a dream come true. This isn't our first time out of the rapper, but we came in, we coming through here strong five months and not letting up off the steam whatsoever. Of course, we do have other programming on Original Native Radio, and we appreciate everybody tuning in to Zoom in. Tomorrow, we're trying to have special guest Jewel Pulcrum in the house um, on my special 8 o'clock show of Illuminati Money. And then on Thursdays, we're talking the Tower of Tantra with Master Yah Morris. We just had an amazing event in Atlanta, Georgia, um, at the Four Seasons Hotel. Everybody who was there, it was just bliss and bliss and love all the way around, way up on the 50th floor, way up. It was like, wow, it was it was surreal. So I just want to put my hands together. Everybody who was able to be in attendance, down in Atlanta with Brother Yao and the Tower of Tantra. And that was just a meet and greet. The class hasn't even started yet, so I look forward to all of the great things that are getting ready to come on with that. That's a part of our Thursday programming at 8 o'clock, the Tower of Tantra, talking Tower of Tantra and power with uh, Coach Kair and Master Yao Morris, author of Mastering the Divine, Unlocking the Divine Master Feminine and the Oracles of Kim Senu. Uh, as well as the natural blueprints of relationship. Like, we just have some high-end authors on Original Native Radio 
bringing us some high-end information. And, like, we can't use with the stuff we use. So please tune in to that show on Thursday night. It's going to be amazing. Um, I really, in my own uh, studies of symptometry and the science of Tantra and sexual health and wellness, too, really learned a lot this weekend about uh, energy work and then as well um, food combinations and what can accent, you know, the whole the whole what how can both sciences enhance one another? How can a healthy sexuality enhance your cells and how can a healthy cells enhance your sexuality and the energy and what are the things that can become a happy and healthy side effect, you know, a happy and healthy side effect. When you're talking about symptometry and tantra, uh love in the heart, sexual energy energy being charged up uh, all up and down the nervous system, the breathing is correct. We just had a great time. So um, thanks for everybody who tunes in on Thursday night. But tonight we're getting ready to get it on with symptometry night. But, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. So it's not like, well, we can't, you know, we we, we want everybody to be successful. You know, it's so much out here create, creative, creatively-wise, nobody can get it all done. So we got to heal a lot of people and um, filling a lot of gaps. So we need as much help as possible. That's why please go back and listen to last week's show about the American School of Symptometry and everything that you need to know and testimonials and about how to get involved as soon as possible. We're looking for a 1,000 doctors between now and 2015. And without further ado, what I'm going to do is bring in my co-hosts with the mostest and let him even bring us and fill us more information about that because I couldn't do it without him. Y'all put y'all hands together for my main man, M. Sue. Big brother, Dr. Charles Abbott is in the building, the president of the American School of Symptometry. How you doing today? I'm feeling fine, Coach. I, I see you've been coaching them up all week and all weekend. Uh, tell you, I saw you on Facebook. You were looking like you really learned quite a bit over there, and y'all was, had quite a bit of a great fellowship with uh, Master Yao, Morris Yao, and um, this is a great, great blend. It seems like with symptometry and tantra, and you know, it's a great weave to have. Absolutely mm. a great weave. Now look, and, and are you talking about those pictures that uh, with all those women with their magnetic qualities uh, uh, in display? Is that what you're talking about on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, the design feminine. <laughs> that I was glad Dr. Nardi had me on my game and on my square to recognize those magnetic qualities because we had a lot of electricity going on up there, that high atmosphere. So it was uh, all had a good time. Uh, yes, absolutely. And uh, one thing, you know, Dr. Nardi will be coming to Greensboro here in the next week and a half on the uh, 28th of July at the uh, Wynick Medical Sem uh, Center, and that's 6 North Point Court in Greensboro, 27408. Now, the, the thing is, I've, I've fielded a few calls with people that are coming up from Atlanta, or they they're looking for someone to carpool with. So, if anyone in the uh, listening audience is planning to come up from the Atlanta area, there there are um, some people 
were looking to possibly carpool. So if you would, please uh, call me at 708-620-4362. That's 708-620-4362. And we can coordinate, get you in contact with them, and that way you could uh, come up together and fellowship with, with people who are interested in root cause therapeutics. So. Oh man, absolutely. That's a that's gonna be a that's gonna be a straight banger right there. Please, yeah. hey, y'all need to do whatever you got to do to get into town that weekend. Book your rooms early. Go ahead and register, and come on down and get a front row seat. We're gonna try to have as many front row seats as we can, but hey, you'll be able to hear it in the back too. Don't worry. We hope it's a standing room only. It is limited seating, so we're not gonna tell you you can't come in, but we may tell you that you have to stand up. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You, you can you, you can you can stand and ionize all at once, you know. That's right. That's right. I'll show you how to do some qigongs and uh, some and, and some standing postures that will um you know that will get us started. I got um I wanted to have um a special uh, friend of mine who had been hanging on and they hadn't um, checked in with us tonight and they're on the line now. So I wanted to bring them on real quick before I bring out the naughty on. Uh, Queen Mother Fayola, are you, are you still on the line? I am. We How are. How are you feeling tonight? Simply marvelous. Simply marvelous. Ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. How have you? Um, so with being marvelous and just you know living and energizing yourselves, what else has been going on in your life? You know, you said you hadn't checked in with us today. You got a, a update for us? Well, uh, just that we've been listening. Uh, uh, Elder Hakeem and myself uh, have been listening to uh, Dr. Nardi. Uh, I've read his book. What to Consume finished it and uh, preparing to read it a second time. Um, we are looking forward to being at the event in um, Greensboro on the 28th. So uh, looking forward to seeing your face and just wanted to let you know that we are in tune and um, on track. And while we, you may not hear us every week, we've been here for the past three or four weeks. Mm. This is a dream come true. Very good. Good to know. That's basically it. So thank you for taking a moment uh, for me. We're excited, and we're excited to see you. Well, we appreciate it. So, But look, put your seatbelt on tonight because I'm getting ready to go back in here and get out some of this rocket fuel. You know how we do sometimes. Okay. All right. I thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Create a bless. Peace. You bringing in surprise guests on this guy here. That's all right. Every now and then, man, you have to, you know, put something a little special in, as well as everybody's getting ready for that event up there in Virginia. So I got another surprise. I know I see a caller from the 703 that's up in the Virginia area uh, who who I know would love to throw in and let people know that it's not over in Greensboro. Um, caller from that 703-926. Can you identify yourself and let us know a little something about what's happening in Virginia? Oh, hi, Kyir. Oh, this is Kimberly McFarland from Northern Virginia. And, yes, we are getting ramped up for the next symposium that's going to be Saturday, September the 15th at the Northern Virginia Community College here. And we also only have limited seating. We have about 150 seats available. We're also going to do an event on Sunday, which would be 
a follow-up to Saturday because normally you don't get enough after the first event. you got more questions. You, you're, you're more inquisitive. You go home. You think about um, some things that Dr. Norton shares with you, and then you want to come back, or you want to bring some friends along just to be able to be in the energy that Dr. Um, Norty puts out there and the information. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm working on all the details to make it very special for all of our guests um, of symptometry, and I'm looking forward to September the 16th and 16th. So that's where the next um, symposium is going to be happening, and uh, I'm looking the website will be up probably within the next week so you can begin to start registering. Voila, y'all heard it. Get ready, Northern Virginia, that's Baltimore, Woodbridge, D.C., just all of that. Richmond, get in, uh, you got to be inclined to get in line. That's really all I can tell you. Right. We got people coming from as far as, as far as I know, we have people coming from as far as Baltimore, and you're right, as far as Richmond as well. So we'll take anybody. Just come on. Just come on down if you have you need help with making um, your reservations in the area where you should be. Just get in touch with me. I'm here. Well, North Carolina be, will be up there as well. Oh, yeah, so that's true. I'm, I know you're going to be there, Dr. Uh, Abbott. I know you're going to be there, so I forgot to say <laughs> that. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to that. Also, too, one more thing we're going to be having. And it's only going to be limited, and we're going to be having a special dinner on Friday night with Dr. Norty. So if there is some special request and you want to be able to be in a casual environment and share a meal with him, you can also let me know, and I have a few seats available for you to hang out with the students as well as um, any of the clients that just want to be in Dr. Norty's company the night before. All right, that's what's up. Y'all get ready. It's getting ready to be a party. Hey, absolutely. This is a dream come true. Well, all right, let's get ready to get the party started. Um, We don't need to uh, hesitate or debate any longer. We're going to go ahead and bring in the man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour. Y'all put y'all man together. Put y'all hands together for my man, Dr. Nardi. Dr. Nardi, how you doing tonight? Oh, fine, sir. Fine, 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 fine. Thank you. Dr. Nardi, how does it feel when you write a book and just, you just hear people say they just read it one time and they're getting ready to read it again? Like, as an author, before we even get into the night subject, how does that make you feel, you know, to have been sitting down writing a book and having a vision of people reading it, and now you can sit here and listen to people say, yeah, I read it once and I'm getting ready to read it again, or, yeah, somebody ordered the book in the in the U.K.? What does that make you feel like as an author? Well, um, it, it it makes me feel that my mission is being fulfilled, and uh, I'm very humbled by it. Uh, Queen said something very interesting, and that uh, she read a book, and that she she'll be reading the read it again and again and again, even though she said she's going to read it only and she's going to read it again once. But I'm just adding again and again and again because I know that will follow because. When it is time for her to select the right foods, she will have to take the book, look for the right uh, answer from a specific from a from a specific page. That's why I added again and again and again. And many people have told me that uh, 
besides the holy scripture, uh, what to consume and the downside of nutrition are at their bedside table. And uh, uh, they are it's on their reading's desk. Or uh, they, have made, they have made them their permanent companion. So as an author, I am humbled and uh, I thank the forces for making this happen. Mm. Well, we glad that it got channeled down and you was obedient enough to catch it. That's the big thing, obedience and discipline Whew. And, and humility because you could have had a big head about it. Oh, all right. Let's get into uh, tonight's subject, Dr. Narding. Maybe uh, you have heard of some of this uh, in your in your day. Maybe not. But we said we wanted to talk about personal hygiene, bad breath, foot odor, gas, you know, um, and some of the some of the causes, some of the um, tips and tools and techniques that we can do to alleviate them, and where they come from, and what do they even say about us? You know, what does a person's personal hygiene or their breath or their body odor, you know, what does it what does it say about them? Uh, as as you get into the um, to the topic, I'm just going to segue you and say, have you had any background in this uh, yourself? Because I know in some time you have to treat yourself. So, do you know about any of these things personally, Doctor uh, Doctor Nardi? <laughs> um, I've said it several times, and I'm not I'm not I'm not um, humiliated by repeating it, and I don't care. And because I've killed myself, I can brag about it. And for years and years and years, I had chronic bad breath. And I've only told you once that the, my bad breath filled the, the, the apartment, the living room of our apartment. And uh, when uh, my wife came down for, 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 from doing the, the, the laundry and she, she opened the door, and even though I finished speaking, I was on the phone briefly, and even though I finished, I finished speaking for about 15 minutes, she got, she got, she opened the door, and right away the bad breath was still in the living room. And then she asked me, "Haven't you brushed your teeth yet?" I brushed my teeth long time ago, but well, I did not know where it was coming from. And uh, today, since 1990, and today, if we are in 2012, how many years? I have never put a chewing gum in my mouth. I have never used mouth spray. I have never used mint. Nothing. No mouthwash. I don't use mouthwash. And when I get up in the morning, sometimes my wife says, "Even you don't, you don't even have to brush your teeth. Your breath is so clean. I have no tartar on, uh, no tartar or plaque between my my my, my teeth." I visited the a dentist after how many years? It, she, it, she, I mean, she could not find one, one, one piece of plaque between my teeth. So, since in symptometry, curing is proven, and before you become a symptometrist, you have to cure all your diseases. Yes, I have cured all my diseases, and I've earned my license as a symptometrist. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Well, Doc, what is some of the um, – when we're talking about optimal wellness, before we even get into the individual, could you start and take us into, you know, does symptometry have a different definition 
for um, personal hygiene, or does because normally symptometry has a more scientific approach to um, to to the matters that are causing cell blockages and you know things that we need to be ionized. How does symptometry approach personal hygiene? Personal hygiene first is you have to know who you are. Always you start from this point. Know who you are. This was what was written at the entrance to the old temple of Delphi in ancient Greece. Know who you are. You have to know that you are made of protein. You are made of collagen. And when collagen breaks down, it releases a lot of gases, especially sulfur gases, phosphorus gases. And these are very smelly gases. And when your own enteric bacteria produce ammonia and your liver is not producing urea to break down ammonia, I'm telling you, you'll be a walking toxic dump. So know who you are as a person. You are made of collagen, protein. And when this protein breaks down, I'm telling you, the smell is, is, is overpowering. Look at, the, look at the dead body, a corpse. After two days, you know that a human being, a, uh, you know a corpse is somewhere around here. You may not even see it, but the smell the, is, 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 is really, is, is really uh, uh, overpowering. So what we want to do is, please know who you are. What we are going to discuss this evening is not is nothing to be ashamed of. You don't know how to take good care of yourself, and symptometry will show you how to take good care of yourself. So health is is is. I will not go into the definition of the of health, but I'll just ask, I'll just remind you that the equation of health is tissue renewal. Remove all the blockages. Sanitize your blood and properly nourish every cell in your body so that tissue will renew itself. We have four different kinds of tissues. We have muscle tissue. You have nervous tissue. You have epithelial tissue. There are nine different kinds of epithelial tissues. And then you have connective tissue. Blood is part of connective tissue. All these tissues must be renewed. And each tissue has its time of renewal, its schedule for renewal. The colon renews itself every six weeks. Every six weeks. If the colon is not renewed, you will hear from your colon. Constipation will begin. Diarrhea will be next. And offensive and killing flatulence will fall next. This means that you broke the rule. You don't know how to live on this planet. God will never come down and show you how to live on this planet. You die, you die. So please listen with rapt attention as we discuss this very important issue. Thank you. Ah, uh, Dalton. <laughs> Wait a minute, Amsu. Amsu, why yep. has he got the jet fuel turned up high already? Exactly. <laughs> Last off, 
Dr. Nardi, he just said God is not going to come down here and show you how to live on this planet. What do you mean, Dr. Nardi? we got to figure it out ourselves. we got to, we got to have a science. What are we going to do then if God is not going to come down here and show us? What are we going to do? But you see, last time people, people wondered if uh, I believe in God. People wonder because I don't mention the word God. I, I, there is no need to mention the word God. If you don't know what your cells are made of, if you don't know what powers your cells, the forces that power your cells, then you don't know you don't know anything about your body. There is no need to mention the word God because the mega force that produces all the tangents of forces, the force of combination that made DNA, the force of what magnetism that 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 draws nutrients into your cells, the force of repulsion that selects the nutrients before they get into your cells. All these is our forces. So it, we are. It is God that is that is making us move. That is making us breathe and everything. So it is redundant to say, do you believe it? Do to ask a question. Do you believe in God? As a scientist. I know that the beginning of all beginning is the mega force. Call it Yahweh, Ben Yahweh. Call it uh, uh, Allah. Call, call it uh, uh, Yesu. Call it what you... That is just a name to humanize this mega force. I don't <laughs> want to humanize a mega force. Let it be where it is. That's it. All over the world, everybody. This is a dream come true. Inhalation and exhalation. Whew. Whew. Say it again, Amso. Inhale through the nose, exhale out the mouth. Great. Inhalation and exhalation. This is the radio, and this is how we get the party started around here on Tuesday night. This is some time at your night, and y'all are rocking with the best. The call-in number is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. We're going to be seeing everybody this July the 28th in Greensboro, North Carolina. Thanks, everybody, who is already on the line. The chat room is filling up, and y'all heard it. I need somebody to go over to the Facebook fan page and make the comment and say something about the mega force. Let me see if we can get five people to go over there and write fast on Facebook and say something about the mega force that they just took from what Dr. Nardi said. We're trying to get that word out right there. I want that on the. I want somebody to go run tell that. Dr. Nardi, when this mega, okay, when okay, I don't even want to. That'll be a whole other show going into the mega force because I can. I I I roll over into that, but I'm gonna try to stay focused right now. When you talked about the colon. And you got to hear from yourselves, and then you start, you know, you, you getting attacked by this odor. Uh, what are some of the other reasons um, why we reluctant human beings um, are having such bad personal hygiene? Well, um, don't forget that many people have been misled. They have been misled by people who only studied a fragment of health. They only studied a tiny fragment of health, and they started making money with it. They started building schools and teaching, and they started teaching just a fragment of health. This is what has led the human race to this abyss, to this big, 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 or if you like, bottomless pit where we, where we find ourselves. And thank goodness that symptometry is taking mankind out of this pit. It mm. is this fragmented, fragmented teachings 
What is naturopathy? It's fragmented teaching. What is homeopathy? Fragmented teaching. I studied homeopathy. And when I was studying it, <laughs> oh boy. They, they, I mean, we were taught that every disease is a curse. You are passing gas, it's a curse. You smell bad, it's a curse. You have bad breath, it's a curse. This limits, this limits your exploratory potential. It limits your, your, your extractive potential. This is how you become a complete dumb, dumb, dummy. <laughs> well. Please continue. How do they, just, just, just by being reluctant, Dr. Nardi, you just turn into a complete dummy? Yeah, you see, because, you see, know that yourself, yourself have the inner potential and the super intelligence and the multiple powers to do whatever they want for you to continue to live. Wow. Look at, look at the plants. Look at the plants. I was watching, I was, I, I, I just turned on my, my computer this, this, uh, the, this afternoon, and I saw, uh, I saw a, a plant with several rings, and those rings were counted, and it shows that the plant had been here for 20,000 years. 20,000 years. If plants know how to live on this planet, if they know how to withstand the force of the hurricanes, and so on and so forth, why can't we humans do likewise? Why can't we? Didn't they send me home to die? And instead of dying, look at me. I turn around and I am now lifting up people across the globe. It is the kind of teachings that you receive that keep you stuck in the wrong track, facing the wrong direction, and spinning in circles. Mm. And we have to stop this. That's why we have symptometry. That's why we have a school of symptometry to teach the right stuff so that people sh should stop becoming unnecessarily sick and dying unnecessarily prematurely and leaving their children and leaving their grandchildren and leaving their loved ones to suffer and suffer and suffer and all to be at the mercy of these exploiters. Look at the deodorant industry. Look at the deodorant industry. They sell all kind of all kind of deodorants just for you to, to smell good. And they don't address the root of why you are not smelling good. Chewing gum. Chewing gum. Chewing gum. People have to chew gum. You see breathing blowing bubbles at the bus stop. And and chewing gum so loud that it's not it's not a fashion. It's not a style. You don't know that your breath is smelling? <laughs> wow. Hey, Dr. Narky. Yes, sir. You, uh, um, my question, could you talk about how the things that, that we consume, especially um, the meats, because I know as a part of our society we've become accustomed to just eating things, you know, because they're at a specific place or the things that we like about some of the the the, the 
the, the drugs and additives that are in animal meat that can cause bad breath, bad body odor. Oh, yes. I mean, uh, there are so many of them, and the prominent one is um, uh, chloratetracycline, uh, 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 sulfamethazine, and sulfanitrone. You see, the, 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 your digestive system absorbs these drugs, these animal drugs. And then when they are saturated, when your cells are saturated, they have to escape through the pores. This what gives you bad bad body odor. Eh? Bad body odor. How many times can you shower in one day? How many times? Six times? Then after fifteen minutes you are smelling again. So are you going back to the to, are you going back into the shower? The kind of food people eat. And then you have there you have raw food eaters also, huh? advocates of raw food, mm. and you don't know that there's sulfur, there's sulfur, and the and 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 and, and the uh, phosphorus from these raw foods will have to be properly metabolized. What happens when you are not producing the enzymes to properly metabolize sulfur and phosphorus? What will it do to you? Go to the laboratory. Go to the laboratory. And just have an idea about how sulfur smells. We have sulfur, we have ammonia. You cannot step in a lab. You cannot. And all these are in your body. How can it smell good? Dr. Nardi, you said they've been misled. Go ahead, Amsu. I know you was going to say something. Well, I, I was just talking, you know, speaking on, you know, why it is important to to consume, you know, meats that are, you know, free range, um, free free range meat because they don't have those those drugs in them. So, um, you know, so could you talk about, you know? the importance of, of, of those things as far as iron and and, and how uh, consuming those things, you know, contribute to our, our health and wellness and, 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 and eating ones that have the, the drugs in them are detrimental to our health? Yeah, you see, um, incidentally, uh, thanks to uh, a lot of research that uh, Symptometry has done, uh, many people live in places where they do not have access to uh, free-range meat. And, um, you know, I'm treating many people who suffer from uh, herpes, you know. And one thing I tell them is um, um, they should steer uh, clear of um, uh, drug meat. But they live in places where they do not have access to, to, to free-range meat. Some of them have to travel about 40 miles to get to to to, to get the, the the free range meat, and uh, they have to stories. And every two weeks is a trip. Every two weeks is a trip. Uh, I hope you don't have a, you don't have a guest who is coming to spend about three days with you. Uh, that that means that that stock will be will be depleted. You know. 
So what do you do? You cannot cook uh, drugless meat for, for, for yourself and then drug meat for, for, for your guest. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that should be discriminatory. You know, even though even your guest might, might wonder why you are cooking his stuff in a separate pot, you know. So what you do is, uh, what, we have, what we have done in symptometry is we have been able to come up with the, with the enzyme templates and the right enzymes to help people override uh, some of these, uh, 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 some of these the health disruptors in some of these foods. So this is how we are helping people to be, to be, to, to, to be much healthy, to be healthier, you know. Uh, that's, that's what we are doing. But those who can find draw, I mean, uh, free-range meat, the bison, the lamb, and all that, those who can find them, more power to them. Go for, go, go for this kind of meat and then stay on them and keep eating them, and then you'll be much healthier and you'll not have most of these problems. It is time now for us to stop using deodorants because the chemicals that are used to bind, this, uh, the, the, to, to bind the other chemicals in the deodorants uh, will have to be will have to be we we have to, we have to be broken down in the human body, and the skin is the largest organ of the human body, and the skin is a sponge that absorbs filth from blood, and if the skin itself the top layer of the top topmost layer of the skin which is the epidermis, if the epidermis is already saturated with heavy metals, where will the filth from blood go. They have to escape somewhere. This is what causes bad breath. This is what causes bad breath. And sometimes, if it does not escape up, it has to go down. This is what causes uh, flatulence. I mean, it was sad one time. I, I, I refused to, to, to ride uh, an elevator when I went to uh, an office building. And because as soon as I stepped in there, I mean, the, the stench was so, was so strong, so offensive, that I, I didn't want this to get into my suit. I had to, I had to, I had to get into another elevator. Somebody left uh, a bomb in there. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> Dr. Nardi. Can you talk about how the um, important hygiene leads, in, leads into optimal health? Because to me, scientifically, I would think that if your foundation of um, your cells – but no, no, let me change the question around. Let me change the question around. A lot of the things that people call you that, um, that want – or have, you know, illnesses or things like that, they, there's clean paper over there. When they get something done, like let's say somebody got some back spurs or somebody got some high blood pressure, and at the same time they still have, um, they still have some kind of issue with personal hygiene. Have you not given somebody something for their personal hygiene and gave them a particulate for an illness? And their personal hygiene um, increase or improve due to them taking that particular or maybe changing their diet. Have you ever seen that? Well, <laughs> I have this experience every day, and not only that. Uh, to tell you the truth, most of them don't tell me about that. 
most of them don't they don't tell me but when they heal they tell me that this is what happened uh, 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 I used to be very gassy I used to be very gassy I used to be bloated I used to have bad breath but now since I started your treatment I don't have this anymore then I ask them a question why did you tell me all this uh, because um, I said it was not important I know that it was not important. You felt that maybe you'd be embarrassed or something. But not that you felt that it was important. You see, but sometimes, you know, even though um, they don't, they, they shade the truth, you know, in symptomatic, we don't say they lied. We say they shaded, they shaded the truth, you know. So um, uh, I understand. And then what we do in symptomatry is we sanitize blood. Because we know what sanitization is going to bring about, what is going to produce. Instead of chasing symptoms around, we don't chase symptoms around. We know how to sanitize blood. We know how to remove blockages from the from, from, from the uh, uh, cells. We know how to remove. Uh, uh, blockages from the lymphatic system and how to properly nourish the lymphatic system. This is our expertise. This is our specialty. Mm. Whether you tell us or not, our objective is to make you optimally healthy. Optimally healthy means you'll be healthy sexually. You'll be healthy physically. You will be healthy at your organ level, all your organs, your pancreas, your liver, your small intestine, your large intestine, your gallbladder, all of them. You'll be healthy at the mental level, at the metabolic level, at the emotional level, then at the blood and lymphatic system level, called the systemic level. This is what optimal health is. And then you will be the beneficiary of what we do and how much do we charge for making you optimally healthy you go to these physicians and uh, well you you may you may have to compare and contrast we don't have to go that far eventually you enjoy it mm. constipation is a problem once you begin to move your bowel every day you will see that most of these issues will be cleared. Your skin, your skin will be cleaner, will be clearer. So if you have constipation, symptometry is there. If you have chronic diarrhea, symptometry is there. We are helping to provide solutions to the 3,334 3, human diseases. We, we are here to clear all of them so that we'll have a prolonged life in a healthy and disease-free body. This is how hygiene equals optimal health. Thank you. Mm. It's awesome, baby! So, so, Coach, you know, there's a, a lot of different products out on the market today that that are in the stores and 
you know, that that, that keeps claiming, oh, it smells, this, this has apricots in it, this has all types of, you know, flower essence and things of that nature. Um, Dr. Nardi, how effective are some of these products out here that they're claiming? Do they also cause body odor um, later on? No. Or? No, they, they, uh, uh, honestly, perfume does not cause body odor. What perfume or cologne and all that? What they do is that um, they 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 allow they mask they mask the root cause of the problem, and this will make your condition worse. This will make your condition worse because you have masked this problem for twenty years, and eventually, where will you where will it escape? It has nowhere to go. It has to come out. Do not spray perfume on your skin. Always spray perfume on your clothes. Never, never spray perfume on your skin. Because if you damage your, your, your melanocytes, these are the, the cells that contain the gene that produces melanin, skin color, if you damage them, you may begin to have, you may be on your way to vitiligo. So do not spray cologne or perfume on your skin. Always do that on your clothes. Mm. And then make sure that your objective is to stop wearing cologne. I don't wear cologne. I don't. When, uh, this is what I do. I use citronella from lime juice, and I mix it with uh, water, uh, um, uh, one quarter water plus uh, three drops of citronella from lime juice. And then I pat, I pat my, uh, my armpit, and that is it. And I'm very, I'm dry, and I'm fine. And, well, I don't wear the steam shirt the next day, but I'm so clean that I can work. I can wear the shirt the next day, the same shirt. But I don't do that because I don't want uh, I don't want uh, uh, skin bacteria from from uh, from from dust. I mean, or to 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 do any harm to to to, to my skin. So that's why I don't wear the same shirt the next day. You see. So this is what you do. Make it your objective, not to wear the same underwear. There are many men who wear the same underwear. That is bad. Bad, bad, bad. Because it's going to cause mold infection of, of the scrotum. Mold infection of the scrotum. If you get that the dermatophyte, if you get that dermatophyte, it's a kind of mold. If it's if if it sprays its toxin on your scrotum, your scrotum will each and each and each and each. I, I I hate to say forever, but it will each for a long time. Wow. Uh, Dr. Nardi, I got him, and and he went right into that. So, Dr. Nardi, what do you have to? Um, is that one of the causes of jock itch 
or maybe yes. Yes, it's one is it's one it's one of the causes of jock itch, and uh, especially if you are a man and you sweat a lot uh, through 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 your butt, and you sweat a lot through your scrotum. Don't wear underwear for the whole day. What I would advise is take an extra uh, uh, underwear to to your office, and around twelve o'clock. You go and you change it. Because if you don't, you are going to have a problem. If this dermatophyte gets in there, and what are they? They are airborne. They are airborne. How do they get down there? Well, that to be the subject of another project. But once they get there and they produce, they release this toxin, it will be there for quite some time. Don't wear the same underwear. For a woman to wear the same underwear, no, 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 no. Today we are, talk, we are discussing personal hygiene. Teach your children to change their underwear every day. There is no such thing as under, my underwear is clean after, after wearing it for more than six hours. There is no such thing because you are sweating. You have to sweat. You have to sweat. But don't sweat profusely. If you sweat profusely, it means your sweat glands are clogged. Call symptometry. If you don't sweat, that is even a bigger problem. You don't sweat, you are in the sun, you are in the sun, and you don't sweat, that's a bigger problem. Cause symptometry. So either way, we have the solution, and symptometry is here. Thank uh, you. Now, Dr. Nardi, when you said um, when you said don't wear them, you mean like. You mean don't wear the same underwear day after day? When you say don't wear the same underwear, like some people say don't wear the same underwear ever, do you mean like when don't wash them, just, just throw them away immediately? That's going to get kind of expensive. You just mean don't no, wear the- no, 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 that's not what I meant. You have a laundry basket. Put in a laundry basket. Okay. Put in a laundry basket. But don't say, don't say it is clean. Are you going to wait again? Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, so, um, so how effective is this talc? Pardon? For talc, for like sweating and for lockage. You know how they have um, talc powder, things of that nature. That oh no 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 no. No, 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 no. I would never, never recommend uh, uh, powder. Never, never, never recommend powder. No. I would not recommend that powder. Not for the armpit. No, 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 no. No, no. I would not recommend that powder for the armpit. No. And especially if women, uh, uh, for the private part, no way. No, 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 no. 
Well, Dr. Nardi, if you said no talc, um, uh, no no talc, what about uh, for the women and um, panty liners? Exactly, panty, panty liners. Yes, yes, yes. It's much better for women. Women have an advantage. Well, men don't have an advantage yet. So, what's the advantage for the women? Can you explain that? Is that is that uh, panty liners instead of changing panties? Well, uh, the, 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 advan- the, advantage, the advantage is that it holds moisture better and it prevents any, I mean, uh, it, it, uh, it, uh, it allows the, the private part, the, the birth canal, to remain as acidic as, as possible so that any, any foreign invader that comes in there will be killed on contact. Oh. That's why I say women have an advantage. But unfortunately, the one who, invent, who invented the, the, the panty liners uh, uh, did not win a, a Nobel Prize in chemistry. I don't know why. <laughs> what happened to my sound it's effect? It's a dream come true. Yeah, okay. I wanted to get that one in there. All right, and then I got a couple of calls I got to get on the line, too. I'm just, but we flooded with questions over here. In the chat room, I see y'all. Um, and now when you're talking about the talc, can you go into athletes' feet for one uh, right before we get to the calls? That, you know, you're talking about the talc edge, and a lot of people want to put the uh, the talc in their shoes for their feet and for their heels and things like no, that. No, 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 please, 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 please stop it. Uh, we, have cured, we have cured countless uh, cases of... Uh, of uh, uh, food sweat, you know, offensive food sweat, uh, police officers, soldiers, uh, who else, firemen, you know, or, oh, man. the number is just uh, interesting and staggering. Uh, we, have count, we, have, we have killed countless cases. You know, don't, don't, don't put talc in there because what is talc? It's asbestos. It, it is true. It will, dry, it will keep, it will keep your, your feet dry. This athlete, you know, it keeps your feet dry, but but is going to prevent oxygen from getting into the cells of the area you are treating. If if you have sores between your toes, how are you going to clear? How, how, how are you going to clear it? Don't you know that it was the tag that you've been using that caused it? Mm. So don't do it. Don't do it. Don't put any. Don't put any powder in your shoes. If your feet are smelling, call symptometry. Yeah, and y'all know what the number is. The number is seven zero eight six nine one four nine seven seven. Or you can go over to the website symptometry dot info. Symptometry dot info and click on the services and schedule your free consultation. That's right, the consultation is free. Symptometry dot info. If you've missed any other uh, prior recordings, please go over to symptometrybooks dot com where we archive all 19 shows. Dr. Nardi, congratulations! This makes 20 shows in a row for you. Oh well, thank you, thank you, and uh, thank you also to the small milestone, right? Well, well, we are just we are just getting started, and thank you very much to your audience. As I said, when I, on the first day, I told you that your audience is very sophisticated, and I've been to many radio shows, and uh, this is singular and uh, it's unique. And uh, keep up the good keep up the good work. Hot tomato, we will. Let me get to this first caller. <clears throat> 
See what see what kind of good stuff we got on the line today. Caller from the seven one eight six five zero. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Peace and love. This is um, Brother Cherokee calling from the Boogie Down Bronx. Peace, Brother Cherokee. How you feeling tonight? I'm good, Coach. How are you? All is well, Big Brother. What's on your mind tonight? Um, um, I just uh, I want to ask Dr. Nati about. Um, well, I wanted to make a, a comment first that um, I went I went on a detox, a 21-day detox, not too long ago. It was actually called a full-body detox. And during the time and after and even now, I noticed what he said. I didn't have any type of odor in the morning from my mouth, you know, which I always associated more with the gut. You know, um, people that have, uh, and uh, 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 horribly, a uh, horrible, horrible, horrible odor coming out of their mouth. You know, a lot of people think, oh, well, that person got probably a rotten tooth in his mouth. And I'm more apt to say, no, there's probably more coming from their gut. You That's know true. what I mean? You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I took that detox, I and and even now, when I get up in the morning, like he said, sometimes I almost forget that I need to brush my teeth because I don't smell anything. That's um. The 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 next um the uh question I wanted to ask though, as far as um Dr. Nadi, if you're in an optimal state, are things like cocoa butter or some type of oil, like say a moringa oil, are those oils or is that butter even a shea butter, is it necessary? Will your body naturally exfoliate and, and emulsify itself? And um um um, I wanted to ask you about um, gout and uric acid. Okay. All right. I don't. I don't use any moisturizer. Okay. I don't. I don't use any cocoa butter or marigold or oil or nothing. I don't. I just go into the shower okay. and then I towel myself. Mm-hmm. And I have my clean underwear, and that's it. And then right. I wear my I wear, I wear what I have to wear for the day, and that's it. No, um, nothing, nothing. I, 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 nothing goes into my hair. No shampoo. I don't shampoo my hair. Uh, mm-hmm. I just, I just uh, rinse it with water, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And this is what I've been doing for years and years and years. Well, then because go when, when, when your cells divide. And you have been well ionized. Mm-hmm. Your the the oil glands called the sebaceous glands in your mm-hmm. skin sure. produce so much oil that look you I mean you, your skin will glow. Mm-hmm. You see why do why do you need this cocoa butter? Well, why do you need this? What do you need Vaseline for? What what do you need this? Well, I wouldn't recommend anyone use Vaseline. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Putting petroleum, anything on your body is just retarded. Body is saying that. But um, dan- dandruff is usually as a result of too much mucus in the uh, in the scalp area, right? No, dandruff. Dandruff. I, I treat uh, people who have dandruff a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Dandruff is the result of too too much deposits on your scalp. And mm-hmm. these deposits are preventing nutrients from getting to 
your hair follicle. Mm. So the kind of shampoo you are using that does not have aloe vera, mm. um, the kind of soap you are using, and then to make matters worse, here you are, you mentioned gout and uric acid, which I will be discussing in a moment. Mm. When the cells break down and then they form a layer on the inner, on the inner part of your skull, mm. you know, uh, moisture will not be able to, to penetrate. I mean, to be able, we will not be able to uh, to get to the hair follicle, and as a result, you have flick, you have a lot of flicks, white flicks there, and these white uh -huh. flicks are called dandruff. Uh -huh. So don't go and buy some scalpicin or something from uh, one of these stores there to treat your dandruff. Find out uh -huh. the root of the dandruff, uh -huh. the kind of shampoo you've been using. Uh -huh. You see. I don't have dandruff because I don't oh. use any shampoo. Oh. I just rinse my hair. I just go under the shower, put it there, rinse my hair for about five minutes, and I feel so good, and that's it. I just towel my, towel my hair, and that's it. Oh. You see, life is simple. Keep it simple. Don't make anything complicated. Uh-huh. As far as gout is concerned, Uric acid and gout. No, yes, yes. Uh, first of all, you have to know what uh, gout is. You have to know what uric acid is. All right. Okay. Our cells will have to break down. Uh -huh. We are made of 75 trillion cells. Our cells will have to break down. And as our cells are breaking down, they have to produce an acid called DRA, debris-removing acid. And if you don't produce this acid, when DNA breaks down, it turns into uric acid. Oh. DNA has to break down also. And when oh. DNA breaks down, it turns into uric acid. Oh. And if you make a mistake by eating too much meat, too much meat, uh -huh. too much meat, I see. <laughs> oh boy! I saw last time I was just driving by, and we got to the uh, to the to the red, red light at the stop. Red light. Uh, we stop at the red light, and I just stretched my neck, and I saw a man at some gyros over there, and his plate was full of uh, sliced meat. Oh. <laughs> oh boy, boy! Right away, what crossed my mind is gout. Uh -huh. Because you have a lot of uh, uric acid from this meat that that that's going to add up to your uric acid, and then when your body's heat hardens this uric acid, it's going to uh -huh. turn it into gout. Uh -huh. And when these gouty deposits get stuck in your toe, that is when you cannot walk properly. You cannot even wear your shoes anymore. Uh -huh. You have to you have to limp. And gout, when it gets into when it gets into uh, uh, into your heels, it will be very painful for you to 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 to, to step on your heels. Uh huh. You know, I mean, uh, etiologists have all kinds of funny, funny names for all these diseases, but just know the root of the problem. So when people call they call me and tell me that they have been suffering from all kinds of diseases, all I tell I tell them that please. Just tell me what your complaints are. 
Don't give me any big names. Tell me what your competitor. Then you tell me that I cannot step on my foot. I cannot step on my foot. The, my soles hurt. The soles of my feet hurt. Right away, you must have to know. These are gouty deposits that got uh-huh. stuck up there. Uh-huh. You see, that's how it is. So we have got, sometimes it will be your elbow. Uh-huh. Sometimes it will be your, your wrist. Your wrist will be very painful. Sometimes your finger joints. And your finger joints will be, will be swollen in the morning or sometimes in the evening. Uh-huh. All these are gout. Stop so what I do is, yes, uh-huh. What about what about the um, different vegetables that um, produce what's called purines and the gout that comes from the purines? No, you see, um, the, uh, it, me, the it, uric acid. Uric no, acid no. Yes, uh, one thing you have to understand is this: purine and mm-hmm. primadine are mm-hmm. the raw materials that DNA use. Mm-hmm. These are the raw materials to produce nucleotides, and nucleotides are the raw materials for the repair of DNA. So oh. sardines have a lot of purine. Sardines oh. have a lot of purine. Anchovy have a lot of purine. Asparagus oh. has a lot of purine. So you have to eat these foods, especially if you have cancer, oh. uh, so that it helps to repair your DNA as quickly as possible. Oh. So you have to know how to eat scientifically, and depending on your condition, you have to know the kind of foods you have to eat more often, and then the mm-hmm. foods you have to de-emphasize. I got you. I got you. Thank you, Dr. Nancy. Thank yeah, you for coming. Hello? I said, I see you up there jumping out of the gym, Big Brother Cherokee. Keep on studying and keep crushing them. Thank you, bro. All right, let me get on to the next caller. Caller from the 864-684. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Peace and love. Yes, this is Shanita calling out of South Carolina. Hey, Shanita. Hey, wonderful job with tonight's show and all of the shows uh, for that matter. Yay. Uh, hey. <laughs> my question <laughs> my question for Dr. Nardi is what about feces? What should feces smell like? Mm. Um, because of course I've been told that, you know, if you're eating properly it shouldn't smell bad. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Okay. First of all, the one who told you that feces are not supposed to smell, or uh, what they, they must have a characteristic smell, um, I will beg to differ. Okay. Be- because <laughs> um, our, uh, our enteric bacteria have to produce two different kinds of, of compounds. One is called phenol, and the other one is called scatol. Scatol is what gives feces its characteristic smell. This is how you can tell the difference between animal feces and human feces. We produce a lot of scatol. Our enteric bacteria produce a lot of scatol. The reason it has to smell in this manner is because it is scatol that uh, speeds up the release 
of all the gases into the atmosphere so that the cycle of life continues. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel better. <laughs> so if your feces does not smell, I am sorry, you are not a human being. Thank you very much Oh and another question Would you please repeat that recipe That you use for um, For your um, I guess your substitute For deodorant I remember you mentioned Centronella with lime juice And mixed with water Did you say anything else in there No 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 This is what you do um, what you do is, uh, I always use a plastic cup. I always use a plastic cup, and look at the measurement of the plastic plastic cup to the bottom. It should be close to the bottom, you know. And uh, don't the, the amount of water. The amount of water should be about uh, uh, the equivalent of maybe about uh, uh, ten ten uh, dinner spoon. About ten dinner spoon, okay. And then okay. use I, this is what I do. And then I, I've been doing it for so many years that, that now it's just uh, out of me. So what? So uh, then you take a fresh lime, fresh lime. You know they sell uh, like what? Is that uh, two for ten cents and all that? You just go mm-hmm. buy fresh lime, slice it into two, slice the lime into two, and then you squeeze, you squeeze lime, you squeeze about uh, about. Um, uh, a plastic spoonful of uh, uh, lime juice. Okay. A plastic spoonful of lime juice, and you 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 add it you add it to to the water, and then you stir it. Just keep stirring it for about a minute. Just keep stirring for about a minute, and that's it. You've okay. had your natural your natural uh, uh, deodorizer, natural. And even okay. you for even for you a woman. Oh, that is a perfect thing for for your, the birth canal. Perfect. It will keep the acidity of your birth canal at uh, at uh, at, uh, at the regular five point five. Excellent, excellent for the birth canal. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, um, yeah. I had I had used um, some essential peppermint oil as kind of like a perfume. No, no, leave all that because leave 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 all that because you see. Uh, you are using you are using peppermint oil. Or what are the preserv- preservatives that were used to be to, before they, they put them on the shelf and all that? You see, uh, just just get natural stuff from from nature, and then you use that in your armpit. You know, you use that in your armpit. You make sure that, uh, uh, but don't use it on the day you shave. Ho oh, oh, don't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that helpful tip. <laughs> that would have been a rude awakening for me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Doctor Nardi. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you, Shanita, for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank you, brother. All right, next caller from the three four seven four five one. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, Kaya. It's a Tuffet. How are you? Hi. This is who? Uh, Tessie. Hey, what's going on, Ma? How you feeling? I'm good, big bro. How are you? Oh, all is well. How you How you enjoying the show tonight? Oh man, I'm enjoying. There's there. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the humor. I'm enjoying the facts. 
the, the doctor here reminds me of my uncle. <laughs> so it's always a good warm feeling. You know, these are things that I raised up on. So I was like, wow, I remember that. So that's very good. Um, I had a couple of questions. Yeah. When you're doing your cures concerning the blood cleansing, mm-hmm. we already have a uh, – what, what do you consider um, in the differences of the blood? What is your strategy as providing a specific cure for that particular blood type? Because we already understand that the way that the medical system creates their blood types is incorrect. That's so right. how do you cater to that? You see, uh, in my – the first thing I do is uh, I, w- I would like to know the person's symptoms. Does the mm-hmm. person have a lot of boils? Mm-hmm. You know, does the person have a lot of acne? Mm-hmm. You see, I want to know the kind of symptoms, and then I will know exactly what to use uh, mm-hmm. to ionize and sanitize the person's blood and lymphatic system. You don't only sanitize the blood. You always go to the lymphatic system because the two of them run side, side by side. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You see, yeah. Okay. So that's what that, mm-hmm. that, that that's what I do. And then and then, if a person's urine smells awful, then mm-hmm. I also I, I also have something else because oh, uh, yeah. uh, you have to you have to you have to know you have to pay attention to the, the your the urine uh, I mean the smell of your urine. Very very important. Mm-hmm. It's very very important. If it never say that it will go away all. Uh, never, never allow yourself to be deceived by those uh, uh, armchair nutritionists who, who, who tell you to drink, uh, drink more water, drink more water. It will go away. Drink more water. It will never go away. By the time you realize your kid, your kidneys are falling apart. Huh? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Mhm. So, added on to that question, do you consider the seasons in which you are creating the cures or providing the cure, in addition to like? when you're using an herb or whatever, the season in which that comes out of and how fresh it is or so on and so forth. Is that considered in the cures too? Well, uh, as far as the season is concerned, yes, because, you know, I come from a long line of herbalists, and the mm-hmm. season plays a very, very important role uh, when you are dealing with herbs. Mm-hmm. And uh, when a particular herb is not in season, this is where uh, the traditional herbalist runs into trouble, you know, I mean, uh, during the during the hot season, especially in, in Ghana, where I, I am originally from, during the hot season, you know, uh, uh, there are certain herbs that, that that are abundant, and during the rainy season too, there are certain herbs that are abundant. And if a person has a problem, that the the the, 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 the dry season, uh, the, 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 that uh, only the herbs from the dry season will be able to help. Mm-hmm. He will not be able. To, he will not tell you the truth that he, uh, it will be to take a longer time for him to cure it. But in, he also needs the money to put food on the table. So uh, I know how it, how it is done because uh, herbalist. I know how it is done. So uh, you take your money, but uh, mm-hmm. you will not heal. Right, because of the, the season. In which because 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 your, your disease is taking place. <laughs> yeah, has occurred at the wrong season. Right. Hmm. See, that's important. Okay. Um, so, my, see, my next... since, since, since I'm not a herbalist, uh, we have we have particulars for all seasons. Okay. Okay. So, my next question is concerning the concept of eczema. As I comprehend, as I've done my studies and I have my family roots and so on and so forth, we understand that 
the acidity level in your system can it basically eczema is an example of your system eating itself inside out. Oh yeah. What, Who said that? What would you take? What would you take on that? I treat I treat eczema. I kill eczema, and it's not because yeah, your, well, your 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 body. It's not a matter of what I think. What I know. Yes. What do you? Is, the, the person is not producing enzyme sixty five. Repeat that. The person is not producing enzyme sixty five. Ah, okay. So we help the person to produce enzyme 65, and that will break down the saturated fat. That is because eczema is the reaction of the skin cells to what has not been broken down. And something has not been broken down because the person is not producing a particular enzyme. And in eczema, it is enzyme 65. We have different enzymes. And if it's another kind of enzyme, you are going to suffer from psoriasis. If it's another kind of enzyme, you are going to suffer from lupus erythematosus. If you another enzyme, lupus vulgaris. On and on and on and on and on. And on, yeah, yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Thank you so much. I, I do have another question, but I have a feeling I will speak to you again, run into you again. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Yeah, oh, no, you have one more. We got a uh, we got a couple more minutes. If you got one more, I'll let you get that one in. Oh, yay! Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. So, um, I guess my next question is: a person that has a you talk about a person that has a meat diet. You talk about a person that's a vegetarian. How about a person that, for instance, I will put myself out there. I'm a vegetarian, but I don't have an appetite. I don't really eat. What would you say? would be a balanced issue as far as dealing with something like that. No, 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 no. Uh, you have to know that if, if if you don't have appetite, we have a particulate for you. If you don't have appetite, it's your pancreas, your liver, wow. your gallbladder. That, uh-huh. that, that, may be, that may be functioning, but the ducts, the ducts that help them to squeeze the juices, into the alimentary canal are blocked, blocked, blocked. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> wow. Okay. And don't forget, and don't forget that these dogs use because there are twenty-four. No, sorry, there are twenty-five different kinds of energies, and then right. the dogs use what is called squeezing energy. You have not mm-hmm. given them squeezing energy. They cannot get squeezing energy. In symptometry, we'll give them squeezing energy. We have digestive energy, mental energy, focus energy, attention energy, and on and on and on. So you being a vegetarian is, is no issue. It's not an issue. You just mm-hmm. have to make sure that all your glands are functioning optimally. That's all. Properly. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Thank you so much. That was my You're last welcome. question. I can't be greedy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you Thank for calling you. in. We appreciate it. Somebody else needs those answers too, so ain't greedy. You know what I'm saying? Teamwork makes mm-hmm. the dream work. Thank you for being so studious, and we look forward to receiving your application at the American School of Symptology and being in that number of 1,000. Mhm. For real. Just, 
If you have any questions regarding the American School of Pentometry, please don't hesitate to call 708-620-4362, and we can answer your questions in regards to that. Dr. Nardi, um, yes, sir. When you talk about you, you talk about. I heard you talk about the, the different enzymes. How how does the consumption of nuts, eating nuts, because I know that's important, and, and in our society, that's like uh, something you drop into the to the to the service station to put gas in the car, and there's nuts at this checkout oh. counter, or or you know going into the grocery store or at the baseball game, you know that's like a big thing, you know. At a baseball game or these, you know, football games, it's, um, you know, peanuts and and you know, hot dogs and things like that. Uh, how does that affect the uh, overall uh, wellness of a person who who has, you know, hygiene issues also? Well, as far as hygiene is concerned and nuts are concerned, um, uh, nuts have a lot of saturated fat. Nuts had a lot, a lot of salicylates, and um, you can eat nuts and be healthy. That is fine, but if you have some blockages, and the, the nuts that you are eating uh, produce uh, tough blockages, we have soft blockages and tough blockages. And if the tough blockages from the nuts um, get stuck in uh, your sweat glands, obviously your sweat glands will be clogged. And if your sweat glands are clogged, you are going to have a lot of problems, a lot of problems because um, you will be exhuming, you will be, you'll be releasing a lot of uh, uh, offensive uh, odor. So if you stop eating these nuts, the, the problem may not be solved because you still have to ionize um, the blockages that, the, uh, 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 that eating nuts uh, caused or created. That's what you do. Well, well, could that could that also uh, contribute to things like eczema as well? Yes, yes, um, yes. Because when when I'm treating, when I'm treating, uh, because you 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 were specific on hygiene, but uh, when I was when when I treat uh, a person who has eczema, I treat a person who has um, uh, eczema and psoriasis. Psoriasis is mostly uh, uh, grapes. Because it's coming from the the moles on the grapes, uh, so that's for psoriasis. But for eczema, it's mostly nuts and saturated fat uh, um, or or olestra, you know. So I tell the people, I tell I tell the patients not to not to be eating uh, uh, nuts. And you oftentimes nuts are their favorites, and because uh, as you said, nuts are very handy; they are everywhere, you know. And if you don't suffer from eczema or a skin condition after eating several nuts, you are going to suffer from migraine, chronic migraine or chronic headache. You see, so it's either A or B. Uh, if it is, if you have A and B, then you must you will be very very miserable. <laughs> yes, sir. Just those little, just those little tidbits, those little things we throw in our mouth, making such a big difference. Let me get over to the next caller because the lines are lit up right now, Dr. Nardi. Caller from the four zero three five nine zero. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, it's Toya calling from Calgary, Canada. 
Hi, Tori. How are you feeling tonight? Thanks for calling in from, for so, from so far. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Um, Dr. Uh, Uncle N. Uncle Nate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, 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 okay, that is how I'm, I'm, that's how I'm calling Canada. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's, here's my question. I have three. Okay, so the first one is, okay, how many times should we be taking a shower? Because for me, if I'm having my menstruation and it's hot, I'll take more than two in a day. Is that excessive or, or am well, I killing my... Well, it's good you ask this question because <laughs> it's good you ask this question because uh, uh, I had a, I had a patient and uh, I'm not going to mention the the person's um, uh, what do you call that um, uh, race or something. No, um, I asked I asked the person uh, whether uh, he or she uh, takes a shower. Mm-hmm. So he or she said. Once a week, I said, "Why?" Mm-hmm. He said, "Because my doctor told me that uh, if you if you if you if you shower for too much, uh, you you you're going to uh, dry up your uh, the oil on your skin." Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh well, yeah." Well, that is not true. Yeah, I've heard that before. That is not I true. Mean- Mm. It is not showering that uh, the, 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 that stops your, the, uh, your, 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 the oil of your skin from, from being produced. That is not true. The reason you have to shower is you have airborne bacteria that gets stuck on your skin with dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is why you have to shower. You have to scrub them off. Thank you for confirming that. Okay. So you showering twice a day, three times a day, if you like go and lie in the pool all day, I mean, who's going to arrest you? It's your own house, your own pool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to tell her now. Okay. Because she said I was killing my microbes. That's what she said. She told me I shower too often. So anyway, okay. Uh, second question is, okay, I shave my legs with shea butter. And my armpits with shea butter. Is that okay? Um, I will not recommend it, especially for the conditions that I will be treating you, because uh, I'm not going to discuss your condition. But uh, for the condition, I will not recommend that uh, you use shea butter. Just leave that alone, because especially when you receive the package in the mail, and um, mm-hmm. your package is leaving this week, as I told you. And uh, if you receive your package in the mail, uh, make sure that. Uh, you stick to my recommendations, and then uh, you don't. Uh, you stop using this uh, shea butter and oil stuff. Oh, don't put it on my skin at all. Well, you see, you, I'm going to ionize the blockages in your skin in such a way that your your sebaceous glands, your oil glands, are able to produce uh, oil naturally. You know, it's better oh. to, to to let your body, you know, take. I mean, I mean, be in charge of of, of your health instead yeah. of. Uh, getting all kinds of chemicals and putting them on your skin and inside your eye, I don't know. No. True. Okay. Okay, and one more question. This is for my friend. So she, okay, when she sweats, especially in her, well, when her breasts rub, get, rub together and she's sweating, uh, a rash forms. 
and it smells sour. Okay, so what can she? What is that, and what can she do about that? No. Um, when she sweats, then what? A rash forms. Oh, sorry. Yes, when she's okay, if she's sweating, especially in her chest area. Yes. And her her breasts rub against each other, then yes, yes, a rash yes. forms. Yeah, bumps form, and they stay, and they also yes. smell sour while she's sweating. Yes. 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 No. She has she has, she has dirty blood. Dirty blood. Okay. Yeah, she has okay. dirty blood. Her, her blood has to be sanitized, yes. Okay. Okay, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank welcome, you, welcome. Thank you, Sayed and the other guy. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Okay, so Dr. Nardi, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Am so I apologize. I was uh, I had a little technical difficulty, but I was telling the sister that that guy was the president of the American College of Symptometry, uh, Dr. Char, uh, Dr. Charlie Abbott, and I'm gonna let her send you a friend request on Facebook so she, so we can get your marketability up. We can't have you being known as that guy around here. We gotta get you up. We gotta get your face out there. That's right. That's right. No, we're not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get to the next caller. Caller from the one one one. Can I get your name and uh where you calling from? Your mic is wide open. Hello, is this Big Ben? Hello? Somebody calling Hello? in from the one one one? Maybe a Skype number? Alright, we're gonna move on to the next caller from the two zero two two six seven. Your mic is open. Can I get your name and where you calling from, please? Hello, caller from the 202-627. Hello. Hi, this is Carol in Alexandria, Virginia. Hello, everyone. Hey, Carolyn, what's happening? Hi. I have a question. What is the benefit to MSM? What is the benefit of what? Taking MSM. MSM. That's that's a supplement that people use for their joints and things like that. Yes, a form of sulfur. Sulfur, yeah. Yeah, you see, it is a supplement. And I will recommend that you ionize the blockages that are in the joints, that are in the cells, before you use the supplement. If not, the supplements will only work for about a few days, and then it will fizzle out. Okay. Always remove the blockages first before you nourish the cells. And even when you are nourishing the cells, make sure that the combination is right. But you see, you don't have that expertise, so that's why they sell all kinds of words to you. So you need somebody who has the expertise to to say that that, that here the combination is right and there the combination is wrong. Okay, thank you. You are welcome. Thank you, Carolyn. I appreciate it. Caller from the 336-855 Your microphone is wide open Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, this is Amala Isha from Greensboro, North Carolina Oh, and yeah, hello, Amisha yeah. Thank you um, 
the question I have is I'm 59, and about five years ago, my bottom teeth started to cross in front. And some nights they would be so extremely painful I would wake up. And um, since I've been involved in symptometry, that has gone away completely. Um, I still have the crossed teeth in front. And I was wondering if you could comment on that, uh, Dr. Narti. Yes. Um, what happens What happens is with um, crossed teeth, for instance, it is the fiber. It is the fiber, the dentinal fibers that were that were not properly in, in position when the when the teeth were growing. So uh, that's what has, that was what resulted in that, you know. So uh, as far as the pain is concerned, you know, we have the dentinal fibers, then you have the nerves also that run to the uh, to uh, the to the to the teeth, and the pain went away because uh, then the nerves have been properly nourished, you know. But uh, as far as the structure is concerned. You know, very little can be done about something that uh, that are, that are remaining in that position for such a long time. Okay. Uh, well, thank you. I, I do yeah, have okay. another question. Um, sometimes in the past, I would smell ammonia in my nose if I were to inhale real deeply, and you've commented that the the liver isn't breaking down. Um, or handling the ammonia that's um, coming up in the body. That's correct. That's correct. And is that um, is that also affecting like the kidneys? Um, you see, the liver, the liver, the kidney, and the pancreas all use the same raw material. Okay. So, what what affects one right now, sooner or later will begin to affect the the, the second one, and sooner or later the third one. Okay. So you solve the problem by ionizing all three and properly nourishing all three. That is preventive treatment. So don't forget that the one organ will echo the plight of the other two. So by you addressing the plight of one, you'll be solving the problems also at the other two organs. Excellent. And uh, third question. <laughs> Um, as far as uh, receding gums or pockets of infection around the teeth, um, how, uh, can you comment on that? Yes, um, um, tissue renewal, tissue renewal. You know, the gum, the gum has not been renewing itself. The gum has not been renewing itself. Uh, you, we have particulars that help the gum to uh, to renew themselves, uh, upper and lower gums. If if you don't do that, you you end up having some infections, and these infections may may uh, if um, it is the lymphatic system that is also affected, you may end up having some gum boils. You see, so we we'll have to we we'll have to ionize the blockages that are there, so that um, uh, the tissue of uh, your gums renew themselves. I used to have a lot of gum problems, including ulcers and all that in the past. I don't have them anymore because of uh, thanks to uh, tissue renewal. Okay, and so that would also account for things like canker sores. Yes, canker sores. That's correct. But canker sores, there are some canker sores that are caused by by herpes, and canker sores that are that are caused uh, that are caused by non-renewal of epithelial tissue. But either way, either way, 
the herpes virus is still taking advantage of the non-renewal of, of epithelial tissue. This is how I treat uh, herpes. You know, I always address the needs of epithelium. And once the needs of epithelium uh, have been met, uh, herpes, uh, the numbers begin to go down until the person is cured completely. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much. This is very informative. Yeah, welcome, Amala. Thank you. <clears throat> thank you for calling in tonight. We appreciate it. Get my big applause on. Thank you. Of our North Carolina family, Amalia, are you ready for Greensboro? Are you ready for Dr. Nardi on the 28th? Oh, yes, very much so. I'm looking forward to having him here. It's uh, always such a pleasure. I'd love to have him here every every single week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you already know you're sitting front row, right? That's well. <laughs> I, I'm probably sitting by the stage. Strong <laughs> <laughs> position too. That's a, that's a good position. You can make sure you hear everything right there. Exactly. All right. I'll see you next weekend. Thank you so much. Problem, peace. <clears throat> Call up on the seven oh three. It's that strong arm of the law up in Northern Virginia. Miss Kimberly, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How is everybody doing? All is well, hey. all is well. What's going on with you? Hey, Dr. Lordy, how you doing? Well, well, well. I'm doing fine. You must be doing better than me. I heard. I heard. I'm doing great. All that stress is off of me from my test, and Belle told me I passed today, so I'm looking forward to the feedback and moving forward. Good, 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 good. Um, the reason why I'm calling is um, uh, one of your clients that you are treating is um, currently experiencing body odor, which that wasn't something that they had a problem with before. Can you explain what is happening to this person's body and why they're starting to get lots of odors? And um, would you just uh, use the same uh, citronella and water for underneath their arms? But I really want to know what is happening. What is the particulate doing that is bringing out the um, the odors in their body? Yes, yes. Um, it happens. It happens when um, um, a person had such an issue some time ago, and uh, he or she did not mention it to me that he had it. You see, sometimes, you know, people believe that the body heals itself. When uh, an issue that you had 10 years ago, 15 years ago, does not recur. It, it, not that it, it isn't that it does not recur. It has not yet had the opportunity to raise its ugly head again. And when root cause therapeutics is underway, all the symptoms that were suppressed will begin to will come to the fore. They will begin to come to the fore. And this is opportunity now to address them at the root level so that they go away completely once and for all. Referring to, I know you mentioned something about the Me Too syndrome that if people aren't forthright and honest about all of their health issues, that as the cells start to as you start to ionize the blockages in the cells, then the other cells start to scream out and 
this is just a form of the self clearing out, saying, oh, I have, there's another issue that needs to be addressed. That's correct. You see, this is why this is why uh, sometimes people, from lack of money, just want they just want uh, one treatment. But root cause therapeutics doesn't work that way. That's why our treatments are very affordable. Uh, if we start root cause treatment, all the symptoms that were suppressed and all the symptoms that you thought uh, went away naturally will come back. And when they come back, they are coming back for your own benefit. Because if you don't address them now, they will take you down. They will be responsible for your early exit from this planet. So take advantage of this treatment right now and address all these problems. Okay. That's what I wanted to know. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. Appreciate it. Thank you. I'm standing by. Good All right. Caller from the 111. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, this is Ray calling from Canada. Um, can you hear me? Absolutely, Ray. What part of Canada are you calling from? Uh, calling from Vancouver. Uh, how's it going, Amsu and Dr. Nardi? How are you guys doing? Oh, fine, fine, fine. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I got a question, and um, first of all, I wanted to know if it had anything to do with hygiene, but the question involves if Dr. Nardi can answer the reason why circumcision was practiced in history, number one, and if there's any biological function for the foreskin and how it relates to hygiene. Well, uh, don't forget that circumcision is a, it's as old it's as old as time. It was a rite of passage for uh, at first um, people were not circumcised until they were 12 years old, you know. And uh, uh, later on, the, 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 the age was dropped to uh, two, and then later on to to child. I mean, uh, shortly after birth for for a young boy. So uh, the reason, the reason for um, removing the foreskin was uh, so there are so many religious uh, uh, practices that considered the foreskin to be unclean. You see, this also this was also what resulted in uh, uh, removing the the, uh, the clitoris for, for for girls also that they thought that that was clean unclean. This is old age knowledge that is no longer relevant. As far as the foreskin is concerned, I have been treating, uh, I have been treating uh, some men. As, as my, the first experience I had was uh, this young man who had this recurrent inf infection, recurrent, recurrent infection. And he didn't tell me that uh, he was not circumcised. He didn't tell me. And I was trying to find out why his infections were, were, were recurrent. I tried, uh, I asked him to bring the blood test. The blood tests were, were, were almost normal. Uh, I asked him if he eats certain foods. And uh, he said he's a very clean guy. He doesn't eat uh, most of this uh, 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 on healthy foods. And it never dawned on me that he was not circumcised. It was his friend who told him to mention that to me. 
So this was what happened. After he told me that he uh, is not, he was not circumcised, then I asked him this question. After intercourse, tell me how you clean yourself. He said, oftentimes he does not. He does not even pull the foreskin in order to wash the, the glands. No, he does not. I said, that's bad. That's very, that's very unhygienic. Very, very unhygienic. So I showed him what to do. Again with citronella. And I started treating him now. And he's much, much, much better. He used to have tiny, tiny ulcers on, on, on his organ. And since I showed him how to treat his condition, uh, he doesn't have these ulcers anymore. And this was what I used to treat other people who are not circumcised. When you have, inter after having intercourse, what you do is you pull the foreskin and you use citronella, the way I just described it, to wash the foreskin. Don't let the sperm uh, uh, dry up in that area. It's going to attract. It's going to attract all kinds of 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 of, of, of uh, parasites. And if you get a worm in there, you are in trouble. You'll be in trouble. Not you, but I'm talking about circumcision and uh, people who, have, uh, who are not circumcised. Okay. So that's far, That's how circumcision. Um, ties in into unhygienic practice practices. Okay, that's great. Um, I guess just got one last question. It relates to uh, circumcision and. Uh, um, I, 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 are you are you writing a dissertation on circumcision or something? No, um, uh, I've been having some some. Um, some so-called debate to some people regarding the subject oh, okay, matter. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. And um, just recently, a friend of mine who is um, much older, he's not a boy, decided that it was good for him to go and get circumcised because he was having some problems um, with, um, you know, his his experiences with his partner. And, um, and he was experiencing um, um, his foreskin ripping. And... Uh, which was a result of a variety of different things, but that's right. Um, uh, so, but we couldn't figure out what was going on, and um, so the foreskin ripping, I thought maybe would have been a cause to ask you whether the foreskin was um, it needed to be there or it didn't need to be there, and so I think that a lot of people out there may be wondering the same question. Well, that 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 is true. You see, but now. You are going to practices. You are going to trials. You are going to nations, and you are going to, to <laughs> you are going to certain uh, delicate areas. All, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, if you don't have a foreskin, this if you were circumcised at birth, fine. If you were not circumcised at birth, and you want to go through this experience of getting uh, getting circumcised right now, if you can, if you can endure the pain and uh, the soreness of the area, because I remember where uh, we are circumcised, you cannot wear underwear. You cannot wear underwear for, for what, uh, what uh, over, over two months or something. 
So what, what will you do? Will, are you going on vacation and will sit on the beach somewhere and allow the breeze to, to, to do its job or what? <laughs> if, you are, if, if you have to work, if you have to work, what I would tell your boss? If you don't take it, you are going to be replaced. So I don't know. Uh, you see, if, you, if the person is not circumcised, and he does not want to be circumcised, and the person is 30 years old, 32 years old, 34, and so on and so forth, fine. What I suggest he or she does is after intercourse or after urinating, after urinating, he has to take measures to clean the foreskin. Pull it back and clean the foreskin, even the gland and everything, so that the place is always clean. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But if you know. want... Does it answer your question? No, it does. It does. So it just sounds like there's a lot more. Um, it's more high maintenance to take care of. Exactly. Know, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you are, if you are, if you are patient and you can do it all the time, and make sure that you wash your hands, or the person should wash his hands. Don't come from the bathroom and go and start shaking people's hands like that. You have to. You have to. You have, you have to wash your hands. So if the person. Is ready for this high maintenance of the, that area. Fine. If he's not, and he wants to go and second, second, to be to be circumcised at the age of uh, 42 or 43, uh, he should make sure that he has a good job for the next two months. Okay. Then there's another example of a little boy, the age of seven, who was experiencing ripping as well. And you know, little boy seven, you know, what is he doing? Nothing. And um, his mother decided to go and get him circumcised as well. So what are the causes of that happening to young boys? No, you see, but you see, that, that skin is very delicate. The foreskin is very delicate because it is not, it is, I mean, it is not even attached to the tube. It's hanging out there. It's, not, it's very delicate. It does not have a support system. This is what is causing the ripping. And it's very painful. Okay, thank you so much, Dr. Nardi. You're welcome. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Ray, for calling in from Vancouver and listening to us tonight. We appreciate you and your energy. Thanks a lot. All right, y'all better go ahead and get a call in. We got about four minutes before the after party gets started. The streaming will stop in the queue. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Let me go ahead and make my big. You know, I got to run down the chat room. Everybody who's coming up in here, giving us love. Big shouts out to Benjamin Harrell over there on the West Coast, brother Eddie, Camille Fawcett, of course, Dr. Abbott, Crusher X, Ukai Stokes. Eric Tinsley, a host of guests every every Tuesday night. You all need to get a sign in and just get an account so we can give you a shout out. Impression L, M Set, Jaquil, Ken Ka, Jessica Jackson, Neil Maat Ray. Big shout out to Nikisha Sanders and Neil Maat Ray, who's down in um Atlanta. We wasn't down in Atlanta, we was up on the fifth floor. But I- I mean, the 50th floor, excuse me, with our sales opening up. So, um, yes, as a matter of fact, I'm looking for Miss Nikisha Sanders to call in because I want to ask her some tomistry slash um, 
Tantra question. Her and brother Neb Ma'are. So if y'all can call in real quick and press one so I can open your lines up. Big shout out to the Watcher. Big shout out to WM Bar One in Atlanta and Yvette Bacody. Thank you all for listening. If anybody else who I missed is listening in and was at the uh and was at the Tantra event, um please call in because we already we we dabbled a little bit on the sec on the um on the topic of sex dealing with the hygiene and the foreskin and things like that. And one of the things I was noticing, well, I was just going to wait till y'all come on the line, and then I was going to just present something to Dr. Nardi, let them know we was paying attention this weekend, you know, wherever we're going. So anybody that's calling in, please, 347-205-9089. Um, at the party, you'll only be able to catch it on the online. I'm sorry. When you call in on your telephone, you won't be able to hear it streaming. Uh, let me get back to my next caller before I open up for Nikisha and Neb. Caller from the 503, your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, caller from the 503-990. Did you have a comment or question? Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, hi. What's your yes. name? Hi. Uh, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Thanks for calling in tonight. Sure. Uh, what's the topic? Circumcision? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, personal hygiene. You must have just came on the line. But no, personal hygiene, bad breath, foot odor, gas, anything. And we were just talking about jock itch and people calling in asking different questions. So, uh, <laughs> I see. did you so just join the call? And that's how circumcision came up. I gotcha. Um, right. So, what was Dr. Um, what, N- N- Nardi saying? I, I didn't catch that part. Oh well, you might have to catch the recording because I don't know specifically what you, you know, which part you talking about was the circumcision. He, was he promoting? Was he promoting circumcision for hygiene? No, he wasn't promoting. I'm gonna let Doctor Nardi handle this question. Okay. No, um, I was saying that there are different practices, different religions, different tribes, and different ways of doing things. Uh-huh. And there are people who are not circumcised and others who are circumcised. And since we are discussing hygiene and I've treated many people who, are sec- who, who have not been circumcised and uh, they have certain recurrent conditions, infections, I show them what to do so that uh, 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 they, they, don't, they, do, they do not have these uh, uh, recurrent infections. Are you, you're you're kind of generalizing when you when you say exactly because okay. I do not I do not want I do not want to say that if you are not circumcised it is it is bad or if you are circumcised it is good. Okay. I am uh, I am helping people in both situations to take good care of themselves. Uh, do you practice medicine in the United States? No, I don't practice medicine. I am a symptometrist. you I'm sorry. I'm a symptometrist. I don't practice medicine. A sim- symptometrist. I'm not sure what that is, but um, uh, I'm just glad that you're not uh, promoting circumcision for reasons for uh, having to do with hygiene um, because uh, a lot of people don't know that when circumcision started, it um, it was because People didn't have access to indoor plumbing, and it was much harder to keep clean, um, especially in 
areas or regions where they're uh, living in the desert. Um, but nowadays, it's very easy to uh, practice good hygiene because we have indoor plumbing, and it's completely unnecessary to circumcise a child uh, for reasons of hygiene. Um, it's kind of silly, actually. Uh, no, I will not. I will not. No, I will not go that far because you know when you are treating people who have different conditions you have to help them to solve their security problems. So this is why I don't impose my views on people. I help them the best way I can in order to be to remain healthy. So regardless of a person's condition, a person's belief, I don't I don't I don't characterize anybody's situation with such terms. No. The word silly is too strong. I don't use that. Uh, what I was referring to as being silly was to take the drastic route of amputating part of your body to keep it clean. That part is silly. Oh, I see. Um, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, cleaning your uh, intact penis is no more challenging to a male than cleaning your intact vagina. They're both very similar and simple tasks that um, <laughs> any person with a, a moderate IQ uh, can can handle. And a lot of times people promote circumcision for hygiene, and it's really, um, it's excessive. Um, it's an excessive thing to tell somebody to do to their child um, just to keep them clean. Anyway, that was my point. Oh, All right. Okay. Uh, we were, we, we, it, it was just... Uh, Aside, it was just a side issue that was raised by a gentleman, and uh -huh. uh, his question had to be answered. And because uh, I've treated many people who have this situation, and uh, they are healthier now, it isn't because you see you may you may you may have the foreskin on, but if you don't know how to maintain it, if you don't know how to take good care of it, it's not complicated. Uh, you, no, no, no. It's not. It's not a matter of. It's not complicated. Many people do not attend your school, and it's, many it's people do not know you. And uh, for this reason, they do not have access to you. So, since they don't have access to you, and people are listening, let them make the best of the situation right now. I agree. I agree. Um, like I said, cleaning your genitals is, is common sense. It's it's very easy, easy to do, and. Um, you know, encouraging people to uh, cut off their foreskins, to um, take care of minor problems. I don't know what kind of problems you deal with um, is uh, a bit excessive, and, and they should know um, that there's uh, less invasive ways to handle problems um, than hacking off part of their body. Well, Kathleen, um, I, I know you just came in late just on the subject of uh, foreskin. You must have saw me, uh, one of my posts in, the, in, in your Facebook feed. But <laughs> yeah, if you can just go back to uh, some Tometry books right after this show, and you can catch the entire episode. Okay. Uh, of, and as far as exploring what is symptometry, 
because this is something we we cover every subject under, known under the sun. Symptometry is the best healthcare on the planet that you have never heard of. Okay. So we've covered um, all types of subjects from blood type to mucus to um, tonight we covered all types of things as far as the root cause of flaky uh, scalps, um, uh, dandruff, jock itch, uh, athlete's feet, and we were just covering the scientific. Ah. We don't chase the symptom around. We go to the root cause. So How symptometry is about root cause therapy. So if you check out symptometry, just say symptom, S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y dot info is the main website. And symptometrybooks.com is where we have all the archive. This is our 20th show in a row, and we're on every Tuesday night. And so uh, I'm pretty sure there will be some subjects on there. The shows are numbered in order. When you scroll down to the bottom of the page. All right. Info, and you're going to see just a wealth of information. And um, I look forward to you coming back next week to see what uh, see what else Dr. Nardi has in store for us. Okay, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. All right. And we're in the after party right now, Dr. Nardi. We, we, we've been talking about personal hygiene. We've been talking a little bit about sex. So now we got to mix in the subject of Tantra. Because, you know, Kyrie this weekend, I was down in Atlanta with, um, you remember last week the brother came in and asked you a question about about uh, cleaning, clean, cleaning the mind, and he started to show off, and you told him that here at Symptometry we clean the blood. And once we yes. clean the blood, the other, um, everything else starts to fall in place because that's, that's, a, that's the source of our nourishment. You know, blood mm-hmm. traveling at the speed of light is the objective because it carries electricity. And the dirty blood, which we do not have the capacities naturally to uh, to do, symptometry has brought those answers to the forefront. And um, for those involved who listen to the show, I was so surprised that I was meeting people who are interested in practicing Tantra and who came from a long way to come to the workshop who said, oh, yes, we listen to Dr. Nardi, too. I said, oh, man. I said, y'all putting a sexual energy together with the with the cells, and we're looking at it as a part of our personal hygiene. So I wanted to bring on a couple of people who were um, – who were also down uh, there in Atlanta with me, and we wanted to just give you some feedback as far as um, our per- well, our perceptions. Uh, for me, I really can understand cleaning the aura, and when it deals with the fact of orgasms, orgasms should move from a taboo state in our conversation of not being adult enough to talk about it to being as simple as brushing our teeth. Because the brother Yao brought some science to the table that every woman was attempting to be orgasmic 24 hours a day, but they had resistors. He kept using the word resistors. And a lot of these things come from stress and anxiety and things like that. And what we did was some demonstrations of how um, the, the science of, some, of, ta- of Tantra can remove some of the resistors and open the woman up and heal the man in order to have what I now can call personal hygiene. Because I don't want to say a better orgasm is something that it should be sounding like it's out of the ordinary. Every orgasm should be uh, should be powerful and strong and healthy. Wouldn't you uh, agree, Dr. Nardi? Yes, I do, I do, I do, I do. Because, well, let, let me bring... I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I'd love to hear your take on it before we open up these lines. 
because uh, one thing you have to understand is that orgasm is ties into energy. Yeah, orga- orgasm ties into energy, and uh, and uh, uh, it's good it's good to have orgasm, but at the same time too, you have to know how to replenish your uh, your, your your stock of energy. If if you don't do that, if you don't do that, uh, uh, you are going to have a lot of problems energy wise because. Uh, uh, a human being is matter, and matter is energy. You know, so you are, we have to eat the certain foods that help us to produce bulk energy, so that a lot of strands of energy are produced from this bulk energy. So, mm-hmm. uh, yes, I do agree with uh, uh, the tantra concept and the science of tantra. Yes. All right, I got three lines open. Nine seven three three four zero. What's your name and where you calling from? Clifton, New Jersey. This is who in Clifton, New Jersey. What's your name? My name is Cheryl. How you doing tonight, Cheryl? Very blessed, thank you. Thank you. Call, uh, were you at the Yah Morris Tantra event, either in Jersey or Atlanta this weekend? No, I wasn't. This is the first time. As a matter of fact, my son is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and he told me about the doctor today. And actually helped me to get on the the conference call. All right. Who's your son? My son is Jason, Jason Thompson. As okay. a matter of fact, he's ready to join the school of symptometry. Well, that's great. That's great. That's great. Uh, did you have I, a question I, or comment for Dr. Nardi? For the doctor, I have a girlfriend who has very foul foot odors. She's very heavy also. I don't know if there's anything the doctor can recommend for her. (laughs) Um, She has too much carbonic acid. Carbonic acid is... Uh, you know, uh, carbon that mixes with water in your own body that produces carbonic acid. And uh, if carbonic acid mixes with ammonia and sulfur, whoa, 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 the, the, mm-hmm. the, odor, the odor will be repulsive. Uh, um, so, yes, we have something for that. And uh, I've, as I said earlier, I've cured many people who had... Uh, uh, serious uh, uh, foot odor, and then some of them even they remove their socks, and they have to wash their socks separately from the other clothes because the foot yes. odor will, will contaminate the other clothes. So this is how bad the foot odor has been, and symptomatic has been able to clear all that. Yes. Now, okay. as far as uh, as far as she being heavy, uh, heavy set, that is not a problem. Yes. If only she is ready and prepared to stick to our recommendations, she will lose weight and she will be much healthier. So tell her that, yes, uh, there is room for her and there is a solution waiting for her. And your direct number, doctor? 708-691-4977. Yes, Four nine seven seven. Her name that's is Sarah, and I'm Sarah, going okay. to ask call you. Okay, that's good. All right, uh, I'll, I'll be ready for her. 
Yes, thank you. My second question is a 15-year-old young girl who gets constant boils on her armpit. That is not a problem. Her, her, blood, her blood is very, very, very dirty, and it is full of inflammatory products. And uh, okay. we, will, we will sanitize her blood, and she will not have any boils again. Well, and what can she use to sanitize the blood? Or she'll have to come to you also. She yes, lives yes. in New York. No, no, no. We have we, see, we have so many patients in New York. So uh, everything will, it will come by mail. They will she will sit down and read the instructions. And then, or if the the, the parents want to read the instructions, uh, everything is in there. And then uh, we'll be in there. And then uh, uh, she will start treating herself. And she will see that uh, the boils will not recur. And uh, if she has okay. boils, you know, don't forget that the skin has a lot of bacteria called Staphylococcus, and these bacteria yes. feed they, they feed on 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 the dirt that is coming from inside uh, her blood. You see, the skin yes. is a sponge that keeps uh, that keeps uh, getting uh, a lot of filth from blood, so that blood comes uh, mm -hmm. blood keeps circulating. So that filth gets into her skin, and then the bacterium called Streptococcus will feed on that uh, filth. And then after feeding on it, it's going to produce a lot of toxins. So a combination okay. of these two is what is causing the boils in the armpit. So that's not a problem. So I'm going to ask her dad to call you. Now, yes. the next thing is lymphoma. Lipoma? Um, <laughs> yes. Lipoma, um, my son got on the forehead. Yes. This mass on the forehead. It's a fat, it's a fatty tumor, fatty tumor. Yes, and he has been using turmeric and olive oil paste. <laughs> and he put that over it, and it seemed to be hoozing out. Yeah. What is his body lack, lacking something, and what can he do? No, this is the, the same thing that okay, well, what, what, That's fine. Well, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of, Oil that he cook is his, is his food cooked in. Cannoli. Canola oil. Yes. Okay. Does he eat nuts? Does he eat chocolate? Yes or no? I don't think he's a big chocolate um, eater. What about or, nuts? Yes, some nuts. He has been okay. a vegetarian for a long, long time, and well, he just started incorporate meats and fish you know um, you know that you know that names names like vegetarians vegan and uh, meat eater don't mean anything in symptometry you have to eat scientifically that's all yes yeah. so so something can be done for uh, in this situation so that's not a problem okay so i'll have him call you all he was supposed to call you tonight to ask you <laughs> okay. about this Lipoma himself. Yeah. Okay. I thank you very much, Doctor. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome, Cheryl. Okay. Bless. Continue the good work. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Cheryl. I appreciate it. Let me open up and find my Tantrika's in here. That was a good. She asked some good questions, though. I, I like that. 
I like it that this is, like you said, Dr. Nardi, we say so versatile at Original Native Radio. Whatever somebody give to us, no matter what topic we on, we ready. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm still looking for my tantricas on here. Call it from the 832-434. Your mic is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, this is Nikisha calling from Houston. Ah, uh, shucks now. How you doing, Nikisha? <laughs> I'm good. How you doing? All right, all right. Dr. Naughty, when I saw this young lady down there, she said, we're going to put some champagne in your campaign, Kair. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I got Neb on the line, too. Call her from the 229-444. Your mic is open. And this Neb? Peace, this is. What's going on, Lord? How you feeling? I'm feeling all right, man. How about you? And how about you, uh, Dr. Naughty? Oh, fine, fine. I'm fine. Thank you, Okay, so Dr. Nardi, you got three people who, um, you know, we 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 avid followers of symptometry, and as well on our plate, we also study in tantra. And um, I wanted to just bring them on as far because we were talking about healthy orgasms, you know, and yeah, how that should be yeah. a part of uh, your personal hygiene. Nikisha, you know, we do ladies first. So, uh, from what you saw this weekend, if you want to share any of part of your experiences, maybe from a symptometric eye about um, and and to subject about healthy sexual appetites and orgasms being a part of personal hygiene. What did you experience? Mm, wow, that's a that's a loaded question. Um, well, I'll just start, and we'll see where we go with it. Um, this weekend, it was my first experience at a Tantra event. Um, of course, um, you know, I came in open-minded but didn't – saw videos about the energy work that was going to be done but didn't realize the uh, magnitude of what was going to happen. Um, I, When we went to the meet and greet, uh, I was uh, the second person on the table and immediately felt the energy flow. And um, it was a eye-opening experience as it relates to how we become so bogged down with stressors and um, toxic environment and toxic foods that it's hard for us to really feel ourselves in our skin. And um, that event, that experience allowed me to kind of feel myself in my skin again and become connected uh, once again to, I feel like, an aspect of my original self. And um, like I said, I'm listening to Dr. Nardi's show tonight. I heard so much about you, and I am... I'm definitely intrigued by the information I've heard thus far, so thank you so much for bringing this information. And what I look forward to is uh, getting the tantric energy and the science of symptometry and um, healing myself uh, not only on the energetic level, which I attempted that, that I started doing this weekend, but also on the physical level so that both of those things can come together and I can definitely feel like I'm floating. Okay, so that's what that's I am looking for as it relates to connecting the energy. And once again, uh, we were, this was my first time listening to you, and I went straight to the red website. Me and my fiance have set up for a consultation, and we are ready to go. That's good. Thank you. No. Thank you, Nikisha. Neb, what, uh, what say you about this weekend and uh, what you've been studying about symptometry? From my perspective, since I listen to the show just about every Tuesday, and if I don't, then I try to make sure I listen to the download. Um, I, I can see where there's a definite correlation. Uh, I would say you probably couldn't do one without the other. 
And specifically, I know that uh, from going to the the dissertation that the doctor had at Greensboro, you know, he, he talked a lot about nurturing, and every show that he's on, he's talking a lot about nurturing. And from sitting down and just like Nikisha said, you know, my first time being at a Tantra event and just to, you know, I guess feel nurtured in that, in that scenario lets you know that just how big of a part nurturing plays, like the, like uh, Dr. Nardi says, every, you know, like I say every show, you know, you're talking about the, the, the formula for health. Nurturing is a big part. That also plays a big part in uh, moving the energy and uh, having a, a strong energy field. So that's now that. with now with what you felt this weekend and some of the exercises we were doing. Can you imagine how that would feel if your blood was moving at the speed of light, Nikisha? Hmm. What would you think? Would you think you would feel any kind of ampl- amplification if your oh, blood yeah. was moving at the speed of light? Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely, and that's the reason why I got on immediately and set up for a consultation with Dr. Naughty because I know that uh, you know with my blood clean and, and my body oxidized and fully hydrated that um, I would be able to take you know that feeling that energy to a whole nother level. You know, I understand the uh, connection, the holistic connection, the connection between mind, body, and spirit, and I'd even throw energy bodies into that. So. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Neb, what about you? What, um, when you said that you were feeling, because there was an exercise where the women were actually uh, kneeling down with their hands on our uh, um, thighs and knees, and there was a woman um, behind us, you know what I'm saying, supporting us between our shoulder blades. Um, this can you can you just imagine with everybody in there with optimal health and eating from the forty five uh foods list what um what type of uh, energy do you think could be um magnet uh, uh, mag- magnified up in there uh, superman <laughs> <laughs> you ready you ready to take flight or what Dr. Nardi, did you hear that? It's like you start cleaning yes, up. Yes, I, I, I heard him loud and clear, yes. <laughs> now, now, Neb, are you talking about real, actual Superman flight or just flying in your dreams? No, I ain't talking about dreams. I'm talking about you sit there and just take off, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Dr. Nardi, when you cultivate uh, sexual energy, good personal hygiene, and clean the blood and have a, a healthy uh normalcy rate of sexual activity, what are some of the potentials that we can reach um, as humankind? Hmm. But first, first of all, you, you will be just like a healthy tree. That will be, that will be around for, 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 for years and years and years nonstop. Hmm. You see? I mean, what, I don't even remember what pain feels like. For 22 strong years, pain, I I don't know. Sometimes, should I go and hurt myself so that I know how how pain feels like? I don't know. I cannot do that to my body unnecessarily. But when you are in optimal health, you cleanse your blood, you have all the different strands of energy flowing through you, and your blood is flowing at the speed of light. What else is better than this? Mm. What else is better than this? 
you are healthier than a person who has ten billion dollars in the bank account and who is who, who is dying of cancer. Hmm. Indeed. Indeed. That smoker well, right there, and that's what we're looking for, Dr. Nardi, because when we were talking, oh, but see, this is the thing, Dr. Nardi. We had a big, like, they, they they pulled a big spread out for us and had the food afterwards, and there was a lot of strawberries and blueberries. <laughs> so, Dr. Nardi, everybody was saying, Kaye, what you putting on your plate? Go ahead, go ahead. And I said, man. I said, I'm looking for some pineapple, you know what I'm saying, some That's cantaloupe. Right. There you go. <laughs> right, so Dr. Yeah, but, um, so Dr. Nardi, can you go back and cover the part about being misled? When we think of the word sex, and I, um, we think of chocolate and strawberries. Can you, for, yes. for the record, for the record, can you, um, can you tell us some of the scientific research of, of, that you've um, uh, discovered and um, come across in your path about mixing chocolate and strawberries and raspberries and blackberries with uh, the sexual organs and sexual energy? Does it does it raise the potential for sexual no. energy? Oh, come on now! No, 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 no! You are going God. to crush. You are going to crush. Not the chocolates and strawberries now. You will crush. Oh. Wow. Hey, Dr. Naughty, what about the wine? What about the wine? Oh, man. man. Chocolate. Not the bubbly. It's over. It's over. I mean, what are you talking about? (laughs) I mean, yourself yourself will begin the slow march to self-destruction. Yourself will give up on you, and they will start their slow march to self-destruction. Is that what you are doing today? Okay, it's over. Wow. 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 Okay. Say game over. No bubbly. I don't, I don't know what to say. I just, you mean you just blew my mind? Let us lead a very simple life. L- lead a very simple life. And you see that even when you lead a very simple life, life is very cheap. Everything is inexpensive. Mm. When I go to the grocery store to do my grocery so I told you that last time, how are so that So you came into all this big store and that's all you are Putting in your cart, three things or four? Mm. Yes, because I know what is in the various uh, uh, food spreads. I know what is in this. I know what is in that. So I I I choose my foods and items scientifically. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I eat, less is more. You don't have to eat too much. You don't have to fill your plate with a lot of uh, rice and some 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 broccoli here, some meat there, mm. some fish there, some beans there. So then after that, after eating, then you cannot get up. Uh-huh. James Town Salad. <laughs> mm. Say that again, Amso. James Town Salad. <laughs> Murder, a murder, a murder salad, Jamestown. Oh, Jamestown salad. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was telling him 
I was telling you that uh, um, when I go to a party, the first thing that I avoid is salad. That's the first thing that I avoid. That salad because there is a there is a weed that looks that looks exactly like uh, like lettuce, especially uh, romaine lettuce. It looks exactly like romaine lettuce. If they put if they put just one leaf in there, it's over. Because I don't think you will even get home. You be you your 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 throat muscles, your swallowing muscles will all twist up and you will not be able to swallow. You if you don't take care, you may die before you reach home. So please be very, very careful. Whenever you go to a party, avoid the salad table. Don't go there because you never know what they put in there. And the worst one is when they treat you like a, a VIP. Oh, no, please sit down. Please sit down. We will serve you. We will serve you. No, don't allow anybody to serve you at a party. Never allow anybody to serve you at a party. I know why I'm saying this. I know why I'm saying this. So please, there's something called Jamestown weed. And it added to salad. If they want to finish you, it's very easy to get you. <laughs> wow. 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 Whew. So, so, oh, man. So, Dr. Nardi, we had already talked about when you, um, when you are practicing the tantric energy work that the changes are not permanent. Like, you're going to need, you know, like you said all the time, from tr- from from paradigm to paradigm transition. So you're gonna need uh, uh, more than one session in order. Just like I said, you're not gonna just get everything in just one order of particulates. You know, you're gonna have to. That's correct. That's correct. Yes. Or you can't just. Well, I'm gonna change my diet for three weeks just so I can get so I can feel better, and I'm gonna go back to doing what I was doing. <laughs> and um. So it was the same thing we talked about this weekend. Of uh, we go and we do all this work. To, uh, removing the energy blockages and then we are misled or unknowingly not not understanding just like Neb said, they go together. Like if you gonna practice a high level of Tantra, you're gonna have to have a high level of symptometry because you're dealing with the electricity in the blood. That's correct. So when you're dealing with the the um electricity in the blood, then you have to clean out the um clean out the barriers as well as the um the blockages that come from the food that we um unconsciously have been associating with good sex. That's why I said I'm not about romance, I'm about relationship science. When you talk about relationship science, you have to take it all the way into the bedroom. You have to take the, you know, the sex has to be in the foreplay. Like Dr. Nardi has said before, uh, you got to show off your magnetic qualities. And Dr. Nardi, they were showing off their magnetic qualities last That's weekend. Good. Oh, yes. mercy. Uh, you see, I, 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 I give the difference between recreational sex and ritualistic sex. You know, I give the difference. It's always good to do ritualistic sex because... You respect the person, and so many things come into into play before you have intercourse. Yeah, don't do recreational sex because you just, you know, the the, the orgasm you have would deplete so much energy that uh, uh, it's, it's not worth it. I mean, why should you have why should you have intercourse and then 
you'll be lying in bed for the next three hours and you'll be so hopeless that you cannot even get up to go and cook or go uh, to, to go and shower. What, what, what kind of life is that? Hmm. Makes sense. Hmm. That's right. So, Dr. Nardi, please give us, please, for our new for our new callers tonight and those who may have missed that show, uh, could you briefly talk about, because I think that's huge in personal hygiene is knowing the difference between ritualistic sex and what was the other one, and uh, recreational sex. Recreational, can please, recreational. Can you please cover that for me? Yes, you see, uh, uh, usually when, when, the people, when, people, when people are attracted to each other, uh, the first thing they look at is, you know, how good is she in bed? How good is he in bed? And all that. You know, you have to, you have to go beyond that. You have to, uh, you have to, you have to admire the inner qualities of the person. How does the person speak? How the person, how does the person handle humor? How does the person react to certain situations? And these are the qualities that you begin to, you, you, you start praising. Bring it to the per- bring them to the person's attention, and then. If the chemistry locks in, you know that this is the beginning of ritualistic sex. Don't just, don't just be attracted by the physical qualities of a person. If you are attracted by the physical qualities of a person, well, what happens when you discover the, 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 the other qualities of the person that you don't like? You see, many people are breaking up, many couples are breaking up because... They started with recreational sex. Go with ritualistic, ritualistic sex. Go with this, and your relationship will, will, last, will last for a very long time. You admire the inner qualities of the person, not the physical qualities. Of course, the physical qualities are okay, but what counts and what is going to keep you together for the next 35, 40, 50 years are the inequalities. How tolerant are you? How patient are you? How forgiving are you? And all that. Before you go into ritualistic sex. And after that, you see that there's a lot of respect after the, the, after the act. There's mutual respect after the act. That's why it is better to recommend ritualistic sex, even to the young boys, even in these colleges, all they do, all they like is a recreational intercourse, recreational sex, recreational sex, you know, and even sometimes, sometimes they, they call it kinky sex, when they have sex you know, on, the, on the kitchen floor, or the, in the bathroom, here, yeah, they, 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 to them it's fun, it's not fun, you waste more, you waste more spiritual energy with recreational sex, and you preserve more energy with with uh, ritualistic sex. So our intention is to preserve energy, not to waste it. Hmm. Hmm. Dr. Nardi, you know I'm going to push the envelope. Nikisha, watch this, because Dr. Nardi ain't scared. Amsu, I know you should know. I know Amsu, Dr. Charles Abbott over there laughing because he knows what's coming up next. Now, Dr. Nardi, you had, uh, a lot of people like going to the, I don't know if you're familiar with the word swingers. Swingers, where they go to these parties and everybody's just having sex and you're sharing your partner and they're just saying, oh, this is just so fun. It's adding adventure to the, to our life. Now, we should know that that's categorized up under uh, 
recreational sex, where some may try to categorize that as, well, me going out and having sex with different partners, you know, even that my partner knows about it, you know, that's a ritual. But I would put that up under recreational, and you're saying that that is just spewing spiritual energy just all over the floor? That's not that's not healthy for your uh, spiritual lifestyle? First of all, the men who are engaging in this recreational sex Enlarged prostate, prostatitis, and prostate cancer is waiting for them. I am not kidding. They are on the horizon. You don't do that. It does not take two hours to replenish the tank. The scrotum is responsible for producing sperm. The epididymis and the vas deferens store sperm. It takes at least three days to fill the scrotum with enough sperm so that enough is stored in the epididymis and the vas deferens. It's just like the liver. The liver produces a lot of bile and this bile is stored in the gallbladder. The same thing also happens to the male, to the man's reproductive system. If you keep depleting the little amount of sperm that is forming you have a price to pay. You have a price to pay. To you, it is fun. You had intercourse with this lady at 8 o'clock. You are going to have intercourse with the other one at 11 o'clock. And before, before 5 a.m., you have had intercourse with three different women. And to you, it is fun. It's not fun. It is not fun. The other day, I used the word flaky DNA, and there was a gentleman in the audience who took offense with others because he said uh, he, uh, he doesn't like uh, that word. But well, if you are allowing yourself to self-destruct, what else, what, 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 what are you doing? You age faster than everyone else when you engage in this kind of intercourse. You age faster than everyone else. You are only 40 years old, and you look like as you look as you are as if you are you are 60, with wrinkles all over your forehead and everything. <laughs> and you and you say what you call you call yourself healthy. I am sorry, I call a spade a spade. Nikisha, welcome to Sometimetry Night. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. He's shooting straight from the hip, straight from the hip. Real, what we call in the hood, real talk. <laughs> That's not Dr. Nardi. He ain't going nowhere. And make sure, just like Nikisha, if you're just joining in the show and you need to go back and catch anything else, um, I mean, of course, everybody wants to hear the marijuana show. You can just imagine what you did on <laughs> Nikisha. So, uh, but we also had a show like on autism. We had a show that was strictly for ladies' night, talking about really women's personal hygiene and and um, a lot of the complications that they had. You can go over to SometimetryBooks.com, SometimetryBooks.com. Scroll down. The ladies' night show was show number two. I think the marijuana show was like show number nine, and it was just they had to call the fire trucks on us that night. It was so much smoke going on. Dr. Nardi, we just had marijuana going everywhere. 
Um, I just want to, um, okay, so I think that's my piece right there on the Tantra, but Dr. Nardi, I really appreciate that information that you just, um, that you just gave us. Y'all can definitely look for me to make a snippet of that, and that'll be posted on Facebook before the morning, because I want that to get out there, this flaky DNA. Yeah, we had a whole show on flaky DNA, too, uh, Nikisha. You might want to go back and, uh, you and Big Bro check that out. I will do, I will do. Thank you. All right. Thank you all for calling in and to stay on the line. Uh, if anybody else has any comments, questions, or feedback for tonight, please press 1, and we will bring you up. Um, thank you for listening, everyone who was called in tonight. I think we put up a whole lot of big numbers again tonight. We still got a bunch of people still hanging on. Big shouts out to the 404, the 510 on the left coast, uh, 910-574-202-704-708-678-612. Whoever's calling in from Skype, 770-347, the 916s and the 662s. We're going to put a big round of applause together for you. It's awesome, baby! Because without y'all, we wouldn't be doing that. It's a dream come true. All righty. I mean, this is, this is absolutely outstanding. I mean, no, there's no no subject that symptometry does not address. You know, it's just a constant. You know, so, as they say, we're not scared here. We ain't scared of it. <laughs> no, that's one thing we don't know. I everything all our hearts pump blood over here, not Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um and, and and actually firsthand, um and again I wanna just encourage people who are coming from out of town. Um there are some people down in Atlanta who are looking for um some 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 road companions. If you will, please call 708-620-4362 if you are planning to come up to the symposium because we do have some people who are looking for uh, rides, a shared ride. So please, um, please contact us if, if you are if you have an opening, perhaps for someone to ride along with you. Absolutely. Also, I have to do my uh, my symptometry astrological report for today. All I can say is, wow. I've been, uh, today we've had another phenomenon in the sky. Dr. Nardi, you think you slick, don't you, Dr. Nardi? <laughs> no, all I do is I just wake up and carry out my assignment for the day. That's all I do. Dr. Nardi, don't try to trick Kair now. We already know your birthday. We done saw your chart. We know what you're up to. <laughs> Dr. Nardi picks these days to do these topics on AMSU, on some of these huge astrological days, got a grand, a, a grand cardinal cross in the sky tonight, and he decides to come in on this subject. Well, that means that you have four major planets in each of the cardinal signs. So the moon was in Cancer, the uh, Mars was in Libra, no, is, excuse me, is is in Libra, uh, Pluto is in Capricorn, and Uranus is in Aries. And so 
here you talking about two of the fastest moving planets mixed with two of the most ancient of planets mixing together, and we're coming in here dropping this thing like it's hot tonight. Dr. Nardi, I know you know what you were doing. I know you've been talking to Ra Aku. I, I, I know you got some good <laughs> astrologers on your team, Dr. Nardi. I know that. But you, you know that you know that symptometry is is a field that brings all disciplines together. You know that to make a person healthy at all levels. You know so you know uh, uh, the, the science of tantra plays a key role in that because we talk about energy or the energy energy field, and you cannot talk about energy without without talking about science because that is a person is matter energy. So. You know, you, everything everything ties in in symptometry. You know, so I am comfortable discussing everything that that is that relates to to health, and by so doing, science. So now, that's why symptometry is everybody's home. Medical doctors are not comfortable with discussing. Uh, with discussing sex or tantra or astrology uh, in their practices, what do you have to say about that? No, 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 no. Always don't forget this. I've said it before, and I will repeat. They are using limited knowledge, and we are using expanded knowledge. <laughs> well, I, I got to get one more, one more, one more, one more gunshots out on that one right there. So when you say limited, and now we're using expanded, I say you're careful not to use the word superior. Would you say that sometimes? No, 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 no. You see, I will never use the word superior because symptometry is here to make everybody better. That is what symptometry is. Therefore, you, we never use the word superior. We are here. To, we are here to provide scientific enlightenment. In order to make everyone else better, when 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 physicians study symptometry, they are better. When acupuncturists study symptometry, they are better. Chiropractors study symptometry, they are better. We are here to make everyone. Therefore, we never use the word superior. When I say when I say limited, it means when you study anatomy and physiology and you are just repeating the names of all these nerves, and you don't you cannot. You cannot help to cure a person who is complaining of numbness, complaining of tingling, complaining of burning sensation, and symptometry helps you to solve these problems. This means that we expanded your knowledge. That's what we are doing. And you yourself, you confirm that, yes, you didn't know this before, now you know it. So this means that we expanded your field of knowledge. That's critical. That's what we're looking for. I think that's what everybody is looking for too, to 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 get the expansion. You know, to maximize while we're on the planet, as well as correct this DNA cocktail that we've inherited. <laughs> Ooh, I love that word, DNA cocktail. But basically, that's that's what we are. And then once in a while, uh, something will pop up. Who, who, who whose DNA is that? That that makes you make that makes you feel like killing somebody. Whose DNA is that? That makes you feel so so so, so compassionate and all that. You see, it's, we say it's a it's a DNA cocktail. <laughs> oh boy, Amsu, I know you over there laughing, man. This is this, 
Come on now, you know we got new people listening to us tonight, and you over there laughing. Oh, absolutely. But those people can definitely look to uh, investigate the American School of Symptometry. You know that because I tell you, from last last week to this week, we've had so many inquiries. Uh, uh, Tammy Stokes, she's done a, a good job of of uh, getting people up to date on that, and um, people are really all across the country and many parts of, of, of the globe are are inquiring about the school. So our our mission and our goal of 1,000 centimeters by 2015 is uh, well on its way. So we're, we're looking forward to someone who's out there tonight to, to look at the look at the potential and the things that they hear about symptometry and bring their gifts and talents to the American School of Symptometry so that, again, Coach, we, we will um, be able to serve the, the, the people that will be coming to symptometry because right now symptometry is, at the, the, you know, is an expanded basket. It's like, uh, you know, 10,000 10, people trying to get all, you know, you didn't want uh, a rowboat now. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're, we're going very fast. And uh, we want to allow uh, Dr. Nardi to um, um, be able to, uh, you know, he, he take, his, take his wife for, they can go for a walk or something sometime, you know. Because we know he's not going to go out and eat dinner anywhere. So we just go for a walk, perhaps. That's good. Yeah. Mm. Well, we're looking forward to <clears throat> at least half. We got to have at least 25% of them people practicing symptometry. We got to have 25% of them over here with the tantra. We're gonna try to get we're gonna try to get all of them because we got to bring the sciences and relationships to a to a new to a new to a new world order. That's got to be the new world order, Dr. Nardi. Is the type of relationships that we have in the bedroom, and that includes having um, a healthy sexual life. I love how you put that in the. Um, Downside of nutrition, how we don't even understand that we are supposed to have certain normalcies in our life. And then when we don't have that normalcy in our life, we make excuses to say we're not supposed to have that. Dr. Nardi, yeah. what would, what would yeah, you say? Because, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you see, because when you, when you study the downside of nutrition, it is a flagship. It is a flagship book of symptometry because the amount of science that was that that was used after so many years at the food science lab when when other scientists were laughing at me and all that and they didn't know what I was doing. Always you are always looking at this. Why haven't you seen a machine before and all that? They were all laughing at me. Uh, I I did that studiously and I got the results. And that book is, you see how very how slim it is, but it contains a lot of material, a lot of material. And now uh, doctoral students are using it as a reference, as, a, as, a, as they, are, they are quoting it as, as a reference. You know, it's in their bibliography now, and uh, that's good. That's good because people do not know about coffee and tea and all the various chemicals that, that are in coffee and tea. People didn't know the difference between brown sugar and white sugar, between brown bread and white bread, and they were misled and lied to by people who don't know anything, who have never stepped in a food science lab about uh, 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 to, to do deconstructive research on, 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 on brown bread 
and white bread, nothing. So people were just in total darkness. The downside of nutrition is, is shining the spotlight on the scientific truth. That's why people like it so much. And I will enjoy, I will advise people to keep buying it so that they study and know more about it. And this is the basic textbook for the test, the entrance exam, the symptometry. Mm. And you all can get that book where? At symptometrybooks.com. Symptometrybooks.com, the downside nutrition. Whew, that's that heat. That that should be the uh, the stocking stuffer. We wanna we wanna make sure we give away at least two thousand gifts this week. We want uh, this Christmas. We want everybody December twenty first, two thousand twelve, when they worried about the end of the world. We want them to look in the mailbox <laughs> and be like, oh, he sent me the answer. He sent me the answer for the new millennium. Because that's what symptometry is. This is the answer for this new millennium stage healthcare. That's why we call it the best healthcare you've never heard of. So. Ah, this is getting ready to be exciting. I love it. Um, should I have another? Um, oh, well, let me. Uh, I'm gonna ask it since none of the women didn't ask it tonight. Dr. Nardi, if a woman is not having uh, regular or substantial orgasms during sexual intercourse, is um, is she suffering from poor personal hygiene? No, no. I'm teaching many women who so who have this problem. You see, uh, many many of them had. Um, uh, they had masturbation very early, and uh, uh, it's early masturbation that that causes this problem, especially as as a woman ages. And um, another contributory factor to is um, vaginismus, you know, where um, the the vaginal wall produces a lot of glue, and this tends to uh, make the vagina very tight, and it makes penetration very 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 painful. A woman cannot enjoy, cannot have orgasm when she's in such pain, you know, so much pain. She cannot. And another another thing, too, about uh, uh, women who um, have serious problems having orgasm is vaginal discharge. You know, um, uh, the green discharge is the worst. The white is not too bad. Yellow is, is becoming serious. Green is the worst. And all these things don't make you comfortable because you don't know what is happening and you don't know how to solve it. And this has been going on and on and on. You know, all these things prevent women from having orgasm. So it's not just a matter of uh, uh, not being comfortable or not being well aroused. You can be aroused. But if still that is on, the, on your mind, uh, you will not have orgasm at all. True. Mm. All right. Let me make sure... Uh... Nikisha, did you have another question for Doc? I know since you done got some extra some uh, some extra comments tonight, I wanted to open your mic back up before you left. Uh, you and Toya and uh, Kimberly, since we were on that particular subject, I just opened y'all's mics up to see if y'all had any comments or feedback y'all wanted to give to Dr. Nardi or observations. Hmm. Um, uh, no, no, I'm just listening. Thank you, though. Okay. Um, interesting question you just asked him, good information that he just gave. Um, I look forward to um, having a consultation with them and working with them. Uh, let's just say that I look forward to that because um, it's some really good information. It's a lot. I'm trying to write down notes and soak it all in. So thank you very much, Dr. Narty, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. 
Oh, you are welcome. Thank you very much. And uh, believe me, uh, the science that you you you, you practice is, is is commendable. And uh, I would advise that uh, you stick to it. And once you once you study symptometry and you have an, a deeper insight into symptometry, uh, believe me, you will uh, you will be a very 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 complete person uh, who will be enjoying optimal optimal health for a long time to come. Thank you. And Dr. Nardi, she's already a teacher in um in the charter school system down in um down in down in um in Texas. So you know we need oh, more okay. we need more doctors. You know, Kyrie is strategic in his recruiting. <laughs> I don't want just anybody coming into the school of symptometry. I want everybody but not just anybody. Yes. But I think I know I know you are selective, so that's good. <laughs> That's me. All right. Well, look, we get ready to uh, take this thing on out tonight. You all have had a ball with us tonight. We want to remind everybody to go over to symptometry. Uh, dot info for your free consultation. I think that's right up under serv. It's up under services. So when you go to symptometry.info, go up on the services and my free consultation. You can go to contact us if you want to get in contact with the office about getting Dr. Nardi to do a lecture or maybe even a webcast. If you need to have an educational inquiry to the College of American School of Symptometry, the phone number is 708-620-4362. That's right, and the tuition is less than $200 a month. I'm gonna repeat that. The tuition is less than two hundred dollars a month, and you're gonna be and you're gonna be knocking out any disease on the planet Earth. All right, so come on, let's get busy. Please go back if this is your first show or second show, or you haven't heard all twenty of them. Try to make it your point to get back over there and add some champagne to your campaign. That's right. Ha! Ah, because we can't just take keep on doing our body wrong and still telling Dr. Nardi give me some more particulars. We got to start living right, Dr. Nardi, and actually being. Uh, I know you're saying, well, Dag, on you, you don't want this particular going on two years now. No, no, that is okay because what you are doing is you are allowing yourself to 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 continue to to produce the body essentials and the brain essentials. So that is fine. So you you just come in when they have exhausted or completely depleted their stock of raw materials. So that's how you do it. That's why, that's why we don't, what we are doing is not, uh, we are not prescribing drugs that you have to keep taking and taking and taking and taking and taking every day. No, no. We only remove the blockages from your cells so that your cells go back to doing what they were born to do, they were trained to do. That's the key, ladies and gentlemen, hitting the reset button. Now, oh, man, I should have asked this earlier, but I think we're going to do another show on that. Does prosperity, does prosperity and the cells and the cleansing of the blood and enhanced sexual energy, will, will cleansing the blood and enhanced sexual energy also enhance the level of prosperity in one's life, Dr. Nardi? Yes, what, for, for prosperity, what you need is hope. You need a lot of hope. And you need the cells to produce the protein for hope. If you don't produce the protein for hope, you produce the opposite, protein for depression. Wow. 
There's a protein for hope. Yes, yes. It makes you it make it makes you hopeful all the time. Even when you are down, you when even when you are you have lost you are losing the game by ten to one, the hope is still there that you may come back and win. Even though it is even though it is impossible, but your hope is so high that even if you lose, you you still think that you've done very well. That is what hope does. Woo! And let you get on the road with that one. I'm gonna have to save that one maybe for a week or two out. Oh man! Uh, and also July the 28th, y'all need to come on down here and see Dr. Nardi covering these topics and many more, many, 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 many more.